Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Bucka, 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 bucka. Ha ha. You know the deal. This is me, though. Beats by Supremo for all of my people. Negroes and Latinos. And even the gringos. Yo, check it. One for Charlie Hustle. Two for Steady Rock. Three for the four coming live future shot. It's five dimensions, six senses, seven firmaments of heaven and hell. Eight million stories to tell. Nine planets faithfully keep an orbit with the probable tenth. The universe expands length. The body of my tax possess extra strength. Power lifting, powerless up out of this tower and inferno. My ink so hot it burned through the journal. I'm black at it midnight on bro where you myrtle. Hip hop past all your tall social hurdles like the nationwide projects, prison industry complex. Working class poor better keep your Alarm set, streets too loud to ever hear freedom ring. Say you're back in with your sleep. It's dangerous to dream, but your chain cats hit they chip back. You dead now. Killing fields need blood to graze the cash cow. Some numbers game, but shit don't add up somehow. Like I got 16 to 32 bars to rock it, but only 15% of profits. Ever seen my pockets like 69 billion in the last 20 years spent on national defense, but folks still live in fear like nearly half of America's largest cities is one quarter black. That's why they gave the divorce all the crap. 16 ounces to a pound. 20 more to a key, a five minute sentence here and then you're no longer free 40% of Americans own a cell phone so they can hear everything that you say when you ain't home I guess Michael Jackson was right, you were not alone Rock your hard half black as you in the pterodome Full of hard niggas, large niggas, dice tumblers Young teens of prison greens placing life numbers Crack mothers, crack babies, and AIDS patients Young blood can't spell but they can rock you in PlayStation New mappers with a motherfucker's ass You wanna know how to rhyme, you better learn how to add It's a map Mighty most definitely. It's simple mathematics. Check it out. I'm a bubble round science. What are we talking about here? Mighty most definitely. It's simple mathematics. Check it out. I'm a bubble round science. What are we talking about here?
And we actually, I'll actually be doing another show tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time. Yeah, check out tomorrow's show because uh, we will be having in the house tomorrow night of the Black Militia Nation, which I'm honored to be a part of and a member of it uh, as well. Not just a member. Hey, I am also the assistant um, assistant commander of it. Yeah, riding, riding up through the ranks, baby, riding up through the ranks. So tomorrow night we will have um, – we'll be doing sit down with the Black Militia Nation, and we're going to talk about some things. And uh, I know you all seen the whole point about what happened last weekend on the 4th of July. Uh-huh. That their independence. It ain't my goddamn independence. It ain't our independence, y'all. But anyway, um in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Y'all heard about uh uh Infax. Y'all heard in Infax? Yeah. Uh-huh. Not fucking around <laughs> coalition. Yeah, that's what it's called. I ain't make that up. I know y'all said summer, you just like cussing anyway, using profanity anyway. But no, that's the name of it. That's the name of it this time, y'all. The not fucking around coalition. Well, um, yeah, I will uh, 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 branch. We were there. There was a lot of different gun clubs and uh, uh, black militias. Y'all didn't really know there was no black militias out here, did it? Y'all always seen them white folks and shit in Montana, Texas, and all that shit. Y'all didn't know black folk had a militia, did it? Y'all see, uh huh. So you thought you was left alone. You didn't know y'all had a military, did you? Uh huh. See there? You never know. You never know. But anyway, so there we'll be on tomorrow, man, because uh, we had our formation. Uh, some of the couple of brothers and sisters down there. Yeah, I said sisters too. They were down there, and so tomorrow we're gonna just talk about that and a lot of more. Talking about our safety, man. Learning how we gotta, man, get our shit together. And excuse me, I shouldn't have said it like that, but get our stuff together and start learning um, protection and learning how to protect yourself. And we're gonna just go over a couple of different things um, as well, and probably even talk about some of the incidents that happened down in Stone Mountain because as you know, the media is always gonna tell a goddamn lie. Hell, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Donald Trump even told y'all that shit. That they, so they told a lot. He lying that you know about why they were down there uh, protesting. They call them protesters protesting the goddamn statue, which is far from the truth. But we're gonna have somebody on here who's on the front line down there tomorrow to tell y'all more about that one. So check that out tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Uh, Central Time. Uh, let's see here. Which way do we go, George? Which way do we go, George? And brother, your mic is open. I see something, brother. You got. It's showing that you you call in two times on here, so some might be tripping out on your line or something. It's showing that you on here two times <laughs> on, on the same phone. So I don't know, brother. But you come on in anytime you get rid of Eric. Uh, your mic is open. But um, okay, let me see. What the hell going on? This thing tripping out. This thing tripping out. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I got you loud and clear, there, brother. All right, there you go. Okay, uh, I had to call in <clears throat> twice. Uh. Uh, issue okay. with the show. Yeah, I don't know what the yeah, but I'm I, here. I think it's something in my settings though. I think it was something in my settings when I was trying to do a, a, another show on something else. So it, it probably was my bad on my end. Uh, it's <clears> all good. Ahead, it's all good. Yeah, yes, sir. You go ahead, brother. Uh, thank you, bro, for uh, bringing me in. Uh, it's always a pleasure and an honor to uh, to uh, try my best to represent things that we should know as black people and as a community. Uh, we know first and foremost that our so-called black leaders and white leaders 
So just leaders, period. Just let me underscore leaders. Uh, I'm not answering the call and just giving us uh, a block of sugar like you give a, a horse, you know, a Cuba sugar, I should say, you know, to stifle us, you know, keep us all in, in ranks as far as enabling us to galvanize. So that sugar cube keeps us from joining our ranks. Even though we see the signs of the time and know what we must do, but that goddamn sugar cube be fucking with you. So me and some Ray uh, uh, have devised a plan, strategy, to take that goddamn sugar cube out your goddamn mouth. Yes, sir. And uh, we continue this struggle. Keep taking that goddamn sugar cube out your goddamn mouth. And with that, I'm going to turn it back over to my brother, hard-working <laughs> soldier in this goddamn game of menstruosity and convoluity. I'm going to turn it over to this brother. Yes, sir, brother. And jump on back in here when you get ready. But you already know how we throw alley yes, in here. <laughs> you know, the yes, warm sir. mic I'm here. get you pumped I'm up. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. I'm here like a monkey. You know? Yes, sir. <laughs> but, but, so I had to learn them big words. Y'all hear, y'all hear Eric. See, uh, Eric is the Harvard student. So I had to learn some of them big words like Eric brother atrocities. I, 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 can't, I can't come up with them words like y'all. I had to learn from Eric, y'all. Y'all got to listen to Eric. <laughs> What you said, what, what's the no, word again? You said, yeah. brother Eric. What you said, menstruosity. I can't, even, I can't even pronounce it, motherfucker. Atrocities, yeah. atrocities. There you go. Yeah. I'm not trying to sound like um. I'm just that that one. You understand me? From the that you need to understand and understood. You know what I'm saying? You stand at the knowledge. Once you understand, you got to stand yeah. up under that motherfucker, which means you got to do some research. Can't stand on the ground that ain't fertile. So that means just don't read an article or some passage. Somewhere, a passage. <laughs> Niggas read yeah. passages. You understand me? And then want to teach on that motherfucker. But don't be be ready, but. You know, it's all good because, you know, all that comes with time. You know, knowledge, you don't get knowledge in one day. That shit needs to manifest. You know what I'm saying? You niggas out there growing your weed and trying to sell your weed and be an entrepreneur, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) Same way with knowledge. Shit, that shit don't manifest off the bat. Take nine months to make a baby, but it take a minute to create one. But it take nine months to understand what the fuck you just did. Mm. Culture Freedom Radio in the motherfucking house, I'm right. Yes, sir. All the you time. All the goddamn time. Come on, man. Let's do this <laughs> yes, shit. Sir. Yes, sir. In fact, I want to share something with y'all right fast, man. That's why I said, man, stop being scared of the truth. 
And I just threw some out here to stop being scared of the truth. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all this story about my something happened, brothers and sisters. Some brothers out here, you know, and I know some people are fearful. Some people, man, I just like I said, that's why I said some, some people just want to be fucking scared. So I'm just, you know, we just a little nervous about something. Like the first time on the job, you'd be a little bit nervous. But, you know, some motherfuckers just, just naturally just cowards. And I'm going to say that. Fuck it. I'm just just butt naked. This coach of freedom, like everything, butt naked. But anyway, you know, going back to this Stone Mountain situation, right? I was talking to it, but I ain't going to even say what it is. Now, and I won't say fuck it. It was some other Israelites. And I won't say this. I ain't going to tell y'all who it is, but there's some churchy-ass groups out here. I won't say it because if it was like they some fucking churches, they're real Christians. But anyway, um, and I was telling the brother about some of this thing, you know, uh, about basically follow y'all and some of them, not everybody, y'all. And it ain't really no spiritual group, religious group, but this certain thing. And I was just telling the brother about it. But anyway, the brother was like, yeah, yeah, I seen, I seen it, but my problem is, man, See, we don't need we don't need to be out there doing it like that because we don't need them labeling us as terrorists. Y'all hear what they brothers worried about getting out here with because they seen you marching with guns, having a formation, which everything was legal in it, you know, legal anyway because Georgia's open carry. So, black brothers and sisters and sisters because it was sisters too out there, and you worried about talking about. Uh, been labeled as terrorists. That's what. It, that's what. And I, you know, more so I went out and said, "Well, damn, you know, how long are we going to continue to keep allowing people to, you know, threaten us as a people? Because you know, they were saying the Klan were making threats towards you no know, black community. Y'all remember the police? They caught them on the police on the radio. I forgot what state it was. They caught them on the radio. Talk about we can't wait till the Civil War break out so we can start slaughtering these ends. Y'all, y'all, y'all heard that story? So. We how long are we gonna keep continuing to be scared and 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 not stand up, put something together like a security for? Okay, it's just like Black Lives Matter, which I don't agree with none of this shit, none of them. But what they're saying that they need to uh, defund the police department, get rid of the police department. We need to go back to community policing, right? So okay, so right now y'all seen a whole. Thousands of militiamen and women in gun clubs who came together in Stone Mountain, Georgia, the home of the fucking KKK, the stomping grounds of the KKK, went in they fucking front yard. Y'all hear what I said? Went in they goddamn front yard, armed to the teeth, trained, well trained now. We ain't going to tell y'all too much about them. But anyway, then we get brothers talking about, worried about being labeled as terrorists. Now, here you go. Behind enemy motherfucking line, you as a captive, they don't took your land. Some of us said we was already here, so they took the land, and then they brought, then some of us said we were brought here. So okay, they took the land from some of us that was already over here, then stole some of our sisters and brothers who was over in Africa, brought us here, and 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 took every goddamn thing and set it up. Now who was the fucking real terrorist? And you worried about being called a terrorist? Because you are doing what their constitution said. You bear, you given First and Second Amendment, freedom of speech, and you had the right to bear arms. Man, you worried about being called a fucking terrorist. Like I told the brother, man, they call you what the fuck they want to anyway. They've been calling you niggas. You my friend, y'all. They've been calling you niggas. They've been calling you colored. They've been calling you every damn thing that's despicable and disgraceful. Not every, not nothing that you agree that this is what we are called. And you see some who are standing up. Yes, sir, brother. 
Summer. Can you hear me? With all that yes, hoopla, they talking. With all that shit they talking, man, they could miss me with that shit because you already know we already labeled as a terrorist. That, that bro. We already number one on the hit list, man. We we the menace to society. We the poster boy for that. So what the mm-hmm. fuck you talking about? And brother, here, so and, and we, I was talking. And so, here's the trick, brother. I was talking to an Israelite, bro, a so-called Israelite, and all the Israelites are on the on the uh, what's that goddamn anti-defamation league listed as uh, hate groups anyway. So what the fuck? One more listing been gonna hurt? Not a damn thing. You know what I'm saying, man? But why we got to be you're fearful already, being called you're, something, though? Go ahead, brother. Well, because we scared uh, the powers that be. And the powers oh. that be is being who they are. And uh, quit being scared, man. I mean, when you come into a conflict with an officer, man, quit being scared, man. You ain't got to do all that shit. Mm-hmm. Stand up. You know what I'm saying? If you got any third eye wisdom within you, use that shit when you deal with people. I use that shit every day. Stop a motherfucker thinking about whatever the fuck they want to do with with my conversation. Because I'm on that level. I'm on like a different level than another motherfucker. It ain't like I know more than somebody else, but I think different. You know what I'm saying? I don't go outside thinking that this cracker going to kill me. Because I know I'm the God. And I know what I say will manifest. And when you believe that shit and quit being... Motherfucking scared. Okay, let me give you an example, somewhere. Not yes, you, sir. Go ahead, brother. Let me give the audience an example about nature. Okay, if you approach a dog that's barking to, barking at you, or any other animal that's trying to defend itself and it sees you as a threat. If they act like you're scared, they're going to attack. Because mm-hmm. they, they can sense the fear in you. See, that police officer sense the fear in you. That's why he goes and does what he does. Let me take you all back to back in the day with the real FOI running shit. Back in the day, with Malcolm X, real FOI. The police were scared as fuck. They pulled a gun but couldn't pull the trigger. Now, uh, there was a couple of times that uh, a Muslim brother died behind the hand of uh, a white cop. You got to always go back to yourself. You see, when you show no fear, you were uh, relentless. And you should be like that every day. Every day should be like, I am not may not make it home. You know, 
Niggas be walking around like they tiptoeing in the Tudor shit. <laughs> Whether it be uh, Democrat or Republican. Ain't no tiptoeing. And then you get surprised like, oh, shit, I didn't know who to who. Well, you didn't got caught up because you, you know, you slipping in your game. You see, we lost the tactic of warriorism through our African heritage, which leaves us docile when situations arise. Because you don't have the proper training. You know, uh, if you know anything about energy, and vocal cords The way you speak to a motherfucker And let a motherfucker know what time it is That's all I'm going to say Y'all research that shit And do your homework On the energy That you produce from yourself Based on how you think You're walking around thinking Oh woe is me That's what's going to happen Oh woe is me Fuck them crackers out there. Fuck them Democrat motherfuckers. You understand me? Handle your shit. It's all about you. You walking around with a T-shirt to say Democrat? They just put you in that motherfucking category. Mm. I told Sunray, I don't know, about two or three years ago, I'm like, Sunray, who was on the show? I'm like, Sunray, they automatically think I'm a Democrat. Just sending me emails and text messages and vote for me and wooty woo Motherfucker, I don't get down like that. You sitting mm. up there hoeing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, hey, brother, can I ask you a question, brother? Since you said that, why, why you think they send you? Why you think? Why you think they send you uh, some brochures and information? About voting for Democrat Why do you think they did that? Because they On my social security number I'm listed as a black man And then they just automatically assume That I'm a Democrat Oh Then they look at Then they look at my motherfucking uh, How much money I make And I fit in that that, that Criteria of being A Democrat Democrats only make so much kind of money You know what I'm saying? Mm, so, you can do the research. I ain't going to do all the help for y'all. If y'all want to know yeah, shit, yeah. research the shit that I'm saying. I'm not going to help because that's like, you know, I'm not going to feed the motherfucker. I give you a morsel and you go get fed your goddamn self. But you are labeled as you are based on you know the stats that uh, that are given to you. So it's in the algorithm. You black. Your age is woofy woo. You live in a certain area. You woo. Oh, let's petition to this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And we. And we as black people, we don't really think about the shit. We just really like, fuck it. You know, we all Democrats, been Democrats. You know what I'm saying? And everything leans our way democratically, you know. You know, black men get killed, Democrats. You know what I'm saying? 
pump it up. You know what I'm saying? But the uh, Black Wall Street, they were all they weren't democratic at all. We about to get fucked over. Get a sugar cube. Uh, when we go democratic, the thing about it is we're gonna get fucked either way. The difference is what you want, Vaseline, or what you want in raw. Damn, so you're gonna get fucked either way. How you want it? How do you want it? Like Tupac said. God damn. Well, I, I want to get fucked with some Vaseline. Yeah, well, I want to yeah. get fucked in the ass with some Vaseline. Because I don't <laughs> want it hard. Well, go ahead and vote Democratic. Damn. You know what I'm saying? They will lube, they will lube you up. They have a choice. Everybody got a fucking choice. You know, everybody got. Everybody likes how they want to get fucked. Well, if you want to get fucked like that, go ahead. That's how you like it. Lube me down. I don't want to feel no pain. You know what I mean? Make it soft and wet like Prince say. <laughs> God damn. I'm going to just jab you. I'm going to just stick the head in. Damn. Go. <laughs> Go ahead and play with your nipples while I stick the head in. That's what we're getting. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Democratic Party going to rape you. Uh-huh. Joe Biden is going to rape you to pieces. You're going to be madder than a motherfucker. Uh, Trump is a motherfucker. Come on, man. You just wait. Joe Biden get his ass in, which I doubt that motherfucker because he's fucking out too much. I think Trump's going to do another four years, to be honest with you. But this motherfucker is lackluster. You understand? Mm-hmm. Trump called him sleepy. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Sunray. I didn't went over my yeah, time. Oh no, you good, brother. I didn't want to uh, just just say, you know what? You actually verified some when you were talking about they send you that information. They send it to me same way to me too, uh, and that's why I asked you why did why do you think they send you that uh, uh, all of the information about being Democrat from yeah about being Democrat. You said because one reason because I'm black. So I was like, oh, so you just verified something that Joe Biden said when he told Charlemagne, uh, uh, if you vote for Trump, you're not black. Because that's what they always suspect again. Because for us to vote Democrat, so it's already automatic. You stand, like you said, brother, a certain geographical area, like area, my bad, where I'm living at now. I, I Probably everybody in this area where I live at, which is predominant, where it is, yeah, damn it. Uh, black community, shit. All of us probably be getting fired from you know from the uh, the Democratic Party calling you on oh, the phone and all kind of shit. 
Oh, they're gonna post yes, a little motherfucking uh, uh, stick in your yard or on the grass. Yep. They're gonna hammer that motherfucker down and say, "Vote for me." Like, wait, motherfucker, we didn't say is that shit legal? Mm. We don't ever ask that. We just see that shit posted. We posted on motherfuckers' lawn. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Why you post that shit in my hood? You ain't did shit for my hood. Why are you posting that shit in my hood and want us to represent you? Mm. Nigga, we don't even know you. You understand me? You ain't did shit. Vote for me. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And that 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 the video I only got to watch about maybe fifteen minutes. Uh, the sister Angela, I can't remember her last name. She was oh, on. I need uh, to get that. She was on uh, Breakfast Club. Angela. Yes, Yeah, I need to get that. Throw the ass, I believe. Uh, she broke Stanton. down some good points. Angela Stanton. She gave out some. Good, yeah. She dropped it, and she made it plain. Breakfast Club didn't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Look, don't invite political motherfuckers with their own agenda, and they know they shit. And when y'all don't, you can't back it up. Because they couldn't back up. They couldn't back up none of their shit that they said. Make them make them look foolish. So, we as black people, man, as far as being a part of the Democratic Party, we don't do a lot of research on the fucking party. No sir. All we waiting for is we we all we waiting is for what can they do for me? That's all I want to know. I just want another Democrat in the office. Did you be fucked up when a Democrat be in the office? Tell you ain't. You still struggling and striding. Huh? See, that Democratic Party puts you to sleep. Look up Democrat. Look up the Latin word for demos and democracy. Put your ass to sleep. A wee pub to keep you up. You know what I'm saying? Democrats want to keep you a slave. Yeah, yes, sir. A, a Republican won't want you to free your goddamn self and do for self. See, everybody got a gift that they can utilize and make money off of, and we've been doing it. You know what I'm saying? But the lazy motherfuckers be waiting on. Well, I'm gonna wait on and see what Joe Biden. What the fuck you waiting on Joe Biden for? He don't give a fuck about you. He don't know you. 
He don't know your situation. He's looking at numbers. And he's trying to give you that sugar cube that I was talking about earlier in the goddamn show. Fuck what he's talking about. You understand? Because you ain't going to get what's from it. Go ahead, somebody. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. You're right on it, brother. And and, and there's so much to it, man. Like I said, the history. What they said, brother, uh, uh, I know the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said it, brother Malcolm said it. History uh, best re, uh, history best reward those who research it. We have to study the history system, brothers, man. And I, you know, I'm not telling y'all who to vote for, none of that shit. But y'all got to understand the dynamic of what's happening to us uh, by certain people that we're lying ourselves up with. You know, you you might say the hell with both parties. Like I would say, the fuck both parties, because I told you they ain't never invited us to the party. They ain't never gave us no good shit when we came to the goddamn party. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, they ain't got no good cognac in that motherfucker. They ain't got no good, you know what I'm saying, burb. Well, I don't know who you drink burb. I don't drink none of that shit in there. They ain't got no, me, I drink Morgan David here now and then. They ain't got no good Morgan David in that motherfucker for me. Neither party. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, they ain't playing no good Isley Brothers up in the party. So I can't go to the motherfucker. They ain't playing my type of music. But anyway, um, you know, we just got to realize that we've been aligning ourselves up. And, and everybody always talk about Brother Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm this, Malcolm that, man, Malcolm this. Y'all ain't really listening. Y'all ain't really listening to Malcolm. Y'all ain't really listening to fucking Malcolm. See, you, you, you say that, you talk about them and big up them. Y'all take, you know what y'all do? Y'all take big sound bites like the news do, like the news would do. They take sound bites and shit. And, 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 and use it what they want out of it. But Malcolm was even telling y'all, he was like, you know, both parties really, you know, white, they both white, they both messed up. He said, but the liberals, he always, I, y'all heard me play this several times on here. I don't even know if I got no clips on here. I'm finna look and see though. But he been telling y'all, man, how the liberals have been deceptive to the black community. He always kept telling y'all that shit, man. Go back and listen to Malcolm, as y'all always want to say, Malcolm this, Malcolm that. But really, go listen to me. I don't have none up. I'm going to go find one, though, and put it up here. Oh, yes, I do. Uh-oh, here I go. Here I go. I got one. But let me say this right fast. And I got to read Carter G. Wilson, then I'll play Brother Malcolm. But he was telling y'all about how deceptive they are. And we see it. Well, no, we don't. Some people do. Some of us looking at this shit. And, and we talked about Joe Biden. I got an article I need to read about Joe Biden a little bit. About that crime bill. Oh, yeah, that famous crime bill everybody was talking Y'all, who was, I didn't let y'all research this. Who was really the one who started three strikes? Three strikes you out. And I ain't talking about no motherfucking baseball either. Who was the one that really started three strikes you out? Crime bill, the bill. Like I said, I ain't talking about baseball. Was it Ronald Reagan? Was it Ronald Reagan? I'm taking the stab <laughs> in the dark. Oh, no, no. It was, I said, he, since you asked. Was it I, Clinton? Uh, it was under, he was the one who signed the bill. It was Clinton, you're right, 1994. I just read just a little bit of this since you said that. Now, but it was Joe Biden. You remember that video I sent you, brother, Eric, on Facebook? I sent you that long yeah, time ago when Joe Biden was talking. Now, this is from yeah. the, the New York Times. This New York Times, so some brothers. Uh, here you go. This came out July the 25th, 19, I mean, damn, uh, I said 1919. This came out J- J- June the 25th. 2019, y'all, this article right here, New York Times, here it goes. Now, Joe Biden wasn't even running for fucking president now, then. Well, check this out. It says September 
in September of 1994 as President Bill Clinton signed the New Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act in an elaborate uh, choreographed ceremony on the South Lawn of the White House. Joseph R. Biden Jr. sat directly behind the president, flashing his trademark grin, a sneak-ass grin. But anyway, let me keep going. I got to jump on down here. It says, Mr. Mr. Clinton, I don't want to call him. I'm just say Clinton. I don't want to call him now. I want to motherfucker Mr. Surname, none of that. Clinton, the law was an immediate follow-through of his campaign promise to focus more on federal attention to crime prevention. But Biden, the moment was um, – the moment of his long, decade-long efforts to closely marry the Democratic Party ah, and law enforcement and transform the country's criminal justice system in the process. See, this is Democrats are doing this bullshit. But anyway, I'm trying to see here. It says, uh, the truth is, Biden had boasted a year earlier in a speech on the Senate floor every major crime bill since 1976 that comes out of this Congress, every minor crime bill had the name of the Democratic senator from the state of Delaware, Joe Biden. I wish I could play some of this shit, man, but I don't want to have my goddamn my sound thing ain't acting right or nothing. But anyway, y'all go back and look up all this crime bill and, and the whole thing. All this shit came through from Joe Biden. He was the one. And, and even y'all, y'all heard to talk about the thing about, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, super predators, y'all remember that, the Hillary Clinton thing, everybody was getting on super predators, the Hillary Clinton, y'all know that came from Joe Biden too, right, y'all know that was his thing, he called the Joe Biden bill, yeah, he was called the Joe Biden bill, they got him standing on the Senate floor, called the Joe Biden's bill, so this is the motherfucker y'all want in office, oh, that's what I'm saying, you know what, I didn't know, brother Eric, if there was a level to racism, I just thought racism was racism, I thought a motherfucking racist, I didn't know there was a a master racist degree and a um, a Ph degree in racism. I I, th- I didn't know. I thought just some motherfucking racist was racist. But you know, I hear black. I hear people talking about Donald Trump the racist. I was, well, then you bring up the shit with Joe Biden. Well, he's less racist than Donald Trump. See, <laughs> that's not sigma over here. They got the brain. They got to justify still vote instead of like man. I ain't fucking with neither one of them. I ain't fucking with neither one of them. Neither, both of them racist. Just say it just like, well, he's less racist than, 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 than Donald Trump. Ain't that a bitch? This is how y'all got to justify that shit? This how much the, see, they told you, man, Linda Bain Johnson, y'all hear me say this shit too much. Linda Bain Johnson told y'all, if we sign this bill, we have these ends voting Democrat for the next 200 years. We don't give a fuck what we do. Go over there and beat the shit out of all of them, smack them all upside the head, pimp out their children. You know, do all that shit. They gonna still vote for it. They don't, they don't give a fuck. Take their food stamp, kick them all onside the curb, take all they goddamn with. You know, do whatever you want to. They don't care. They dedicated to us. Man, them some look. We pimping them some good hoes. Excuse my French sisters, but that's how they act. That's how they acting. That's how that's how they mother act good. Them some good hoes. My my bitches in pocket. My bitches in pocket. They know bitch better have my money. These these black folks better have my vote. Joe Biden told y'all this. What, what, again, what did he tell Charlemagne? You ain't black if you vote for Trump. Black folk better have my vote. Black man, uh, let me get to this book right here, right fast. Then I'm gonna go play my what? 
Miseducation of the Negro, y'all. Miseducation of the Negro by Dr. Carter G. Wilson. May the peace and blessing be upon his soul. What did Brother Carter G. Wilson say, y'all? What did he say in the miseducation of the Negro? Here we go. He says, when you control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his actions. You don't have to tell him to go stand here or go yonder. He will find his proper place and will stand in it. You don't need to send him to the back door. He will grow. He will go without being told. In fact, if there is no back door, he will cut one for his special benefit. Why, Brother College Wilson? Because his education make it necessary. They have educated you, your pastors, in the church every Sunday morning. Yeah, every Sunday morning, your pastor told you, Love those who despitefully use you. Love your enemy. Even though he kick you in your balls. Even though he slap you inside your goddamn head. Turn the other cheek. Better snap you upside the other side of your head. Huh? If he kick you right up your rear end, dead in this crack of your let me let me stop being so raunchy. But he kick you right square in your ass. Oh, don't worry. Let him kick it again. Now, you didn't kick me hard enough, Malcolm. You didn't kick me hard enough. Kick again. It said, motherfucker said, excuse me, y'all. I'm, let me slow down. I'm slow. I keep saying that, but I keep getting too goddamn cat away. Said, if, if, if you sue him, he take take your shirt. Give him your coat, too. <laughs> Give him your coat, too. See, this, this, that's the slave. Now, when they all talk about slave, the country community be talking about the slave doctrine. That's slave doctrine. That's slave doctrine one on one. I agree with y'all. That's why you get some of these like some. I'm gonna say it. These goddamn Israelite church, these Israelite churches. I'm gonna say it. That's out here teaching that Yahweh Shah, and I'm gonna go back with that again. When brothers came out and brothers and sisters came out in formation, our brothers and sisters who a lot of people in fear. They lie. A lot of brothers and sisters are in fear, scared because they seeing you know videos white people jumping on all on black people. It was I just seen a video the other night last night on the news. They showed where this white couple, so-called white, fuck them, they ain't white, these Europeans who jumped on a sister at a hotel because she was the only so-called melanated person there. They went and jumped on her. The husband and the, and the wife jumped on her. See, that's what, like they saying, man, the Klan are cowards. Y'all know like the Klan? Look at the history. The Klan, like I said, the brother was, was talking about, he said, man, pay attention. Have you ever seen the motherfucking Klan go out and jump on a group of black people? Has the Klan ever went jumped on a group of black people at one at all? Twenty, thirty black folk that got together. Have they ever did it? What do they do? What do they usually do? They catch it by yourself. Five of them, ten of them. When they went to get Emmett Till that, that night, when he was with his granddad, they called Grandpa by himself, didn't they? A bunch of them motherfuckers, they called Grandpa by himself, went in there, snatched Emmett Till, went and did what they did. They fucking cowards. They fucking cowards. They always... Catch your body, catch you by yourself, cause they know they got you outnumbered. When it's even, motherfucking Stephen, what happened? They ain't gonna do nothing. When it's even, motherfucking Stephen. So when they saw what happened down in Stone, uh, uh, Stone Mountain, all them black folk, military gear, geared up in formation. When I mean a formation, that means look like they organized. They know how to stand in line in formation. They got watchers. They got. They got people who know how to watch, look front, back, look all around through the wood. I can't go and tell y'all all the goddamn information, how they do it. You know, we're going to give out that much secret. But 
they know how to do this. So these mothers is organized. We can't go mess with them like the rest of these Negroes out here in the street. These ain't no, like the white folks say, now, y'all ain't calling y'all no N-word. But they say, these ain't no average niggas here. No, we can't go fucking with them, y'all. Hell no. We can't fuck with them. They too goddamn old. You see them motherfucking bulletproof vests they got on Bully Billy Ray? No, we gonna fuck with them Billy Ray. Don't fuck with them Joe Bob. No, no. We can't go We can't go run them down like we did Ahmaud Arbery. Them ain't no more Ahmaud Shit. They gonna shoot back. They, you see them goddamn ARs and them, them what you call they got? Goddamn, Billy. I ain't got one of them. No, don't fuck with them. Don't fuck with them. They li- they look like they name. Not fucking around coalition. They look like they name. So, but you get Negroes out here in these organizations. They got thousands in their organization. And they scared. Come out, well, I don't want to be labeled as terrorists. Well, we're going to do is We're going to wait on Yahweh Shai. We're going to wait on Jesus. We're going to wait on whatever the hell name they want to call us. We're going to wait on him. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all might sound being disrespectful. I, I, frankly, I don't give a goddamn right now. I don't. Because it's time out for this bullshit. Now, you can sit around. How, how long he been so-called gone? This dude they call Jesus, a.k.a. Yahweh Shai, been gone about, about 2,000 years. Hmm. So he left about 2,000 years. You know, they say about around about 70 A.D., uh, the Israelites went into captivity in Babylon, and, you know, it was something that happened, and in, 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 uh, Jerusalem was taken over by Titus uh, Vespasius, and they burned down the walls, and, you know, kept shit like that. And so a lot of the black Israelites went into West Africa and shit like that. I think so-called Jesus was gone or something like that by the end. I, I think he was already supposedly according to their doctrine. Now, now, that ain't my doctrine. I don't deal with New Testament. But according to that, I think he was gone or whatever. He had already been gone or somebody in. So you mean to tell me he ain't came back from all the way this time from the African Holocaust and the sisters and brothers over here in America that was already land taken and all this shit we don't went through? This nigga ain't came back yet. And I'm calling him a nigga because I don't really believe in that shit. But I know y'all say I'm being disrespectful because I'm talking about what y'all believe in. I'm sorry, but I've got to tell the goddamn truth today. So he ain't came back all this time. So brothers and sisters say, well, you know what? We tired of waiting on him. Well, fuck that shit. Ain't nobody else seem like they coming to protect us. Our sisters getting beat down in the streets. She getting drugged. The Asians beating the hell out of her. The white folks beating the hell out of her. Hell, we even beating the hell out of our sisters. Our children getting slaughtered. They getting murdered. They getting raped. And they getting kidnapped. They selling our body parts. God damn it, we got to do something. Fuck waiting on anybody to come get us. We're going to strap up. We're going to learn how to protect ourselves. If even sisters out there in formation. Woo, sister soldier, sister soldier. I tell strap ready, know how to shoot. They got big, big goddamn uh, assault rifles, and know how to use them. I'll train with some sisters. I tell you, I know, know how to use them. But you got these so-called grown ass men, scared, fearful, talking about being put on a fucking list when black folks are getting the shit kicked out of them around the United States. And you got grown-ass men. Not talking about men. Supposedly be men. I want to call you something else, but I, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it PG-13. Grown-ass men got women. They can outdo them. People criticize them. Ah, look at them, so-and-so. They out of shape, this, that. They got military gear on hiking up goddamn big-ass mountains. Five, what, five, the brother, but we're going to explain. He's going to talk more about it tomorrow. Two-mile, uh, two five-mile hike. 
all goddamn black on in the summer. Some of y'all can't even do it. Some of you, you can't even do it. But you got sisters out there doing it. Hope I can get some sisters even to call in tomorrow. I know I'm going to have a sister, sister K, a secretary. She was out there, so she can bring her story and tell you about some more stuff represented by the women, the sisterhood. But the thing about you coward-ass men that's out here criticizing what went on, black folks, putting their life on the line for other black people. Don't even know. We, we don't know all y'all out here, but we're willing to put our fucking life on the line as a protection. And basically with the black militias and, 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 and these um, not fucking around coalition is made up of different, like I said, gun clubs and militia groups. We are the basically security force. Well, we're saying the black nation. We need to secure you. If you want to go out there for a, a protest, you might hit hit one of these gun clubs up. Hey, man, we need some security, brother. Gotcha. Like the brother did in Louisiana, one of the young brothers in Louisiana where they was having a protest. The young brother said that the day before that the Klan was out there trying to intimidate the family that was down there protesting against, I guess it was a statue, a monument. So they're like, hey, man, they got he got his gun club. I forgot what the name of the gun club now. Forgive me. But they went down there and, and, and stood to let them brothers and sisters uh, get their protest on, make sure nothing happened. They couldn't be intimidated because that's what the Klan do. They're all about intimidation. That's what they were designed to do, come out and intimidate. And they've been intimidating black folk, got black folk scared, for goddamn it, ever since they inception. That's what they run off of, fear. That's how they keep controlling us, fucking fear. That's what whole 9-11 and all that shit, to put fear in your fucking heart. That's what terrorism is. Look up the word terrorism. Look up the word terror. It's Take you back to the word fear. So these motherfuckers, right, they, they want to intimidate. But anyway, the brothers out here so out, sisters and brothers, so what you looking at is a military force, a security force, security team for the black nation. Y'all always say we need to get, y'all don't like the police. Y'all, you know, they, we need to get rid of the goddamn police. Well, y'all looking at security team. You can hit and one of these militia groups up. Hey, man, I got an event. I need some protection. You know, saying such and such and such, and these are my security event. I know there are some groups that have done it. They do it. Come out and, and secure it in your event or whatnot. But you, you know, these, <laughs> I'm trying to slow down, but I won't say nothing out of too much out of line. Because I want to get raw and uncut, but I got to watch myself. But some of y'all, man, y'all, you, you, you criticize, and you, that's why I'm going back again. Men, that's why these. The sisters strapping up. That's why y'all see there's a big number of women. I've seen a thing stat. So many black women out here now are getting gun permits. Good thing. Appreciate that, sisters. Getting gun permits. Because you know why? Men are really not out here trying to protect them. There's videos. Y'all seen videos of sisters getting the hell beat down out of them. And what men doing? I got the goddamn cell phone in his hand. Sister, I'm filming everything. I got you on film, sister. I got it on film, sister. But I be seeing that, y'all, I would want to slap the, not, I don't really just, I'd be more infuriated than the, with the motherfucker standing there with the camera talking about, I got it, sister, I'm filming it. I would go and drop kick that motherfucker instead of the one really damn near who whooping her ass. I would get back to him, but I would kick that, drop kick that black motherfucker with that, fin- let me slow down. That black motherfucker, fuck that. That black motherfucker with that camera in his hand. You would sit there and just film, watch your sister get beat down. And it's the same thing these Negroes out here criticizing what happened. Black brothers and sisters who took the time out to try to train and learn armed protection 
and go out there and, 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 and hike and do everything to go out here and protect the black nation, but you bitch-made ass niggas want to criticize. It's just like the other group. Fuck it, I'm going to call their name. Israel United in... What was that motherfucker in church nigga's name? Israel, uh, Israel some United in Christ, some old church-ass name they got. Them, the purple and gold motherfuckers that be running around here. Yeah, they did a formation, about 800-something, and they came to Memphis. But what the fuck was they trying to come? What were they doing? There's 800 black dudes out there looking strong. It's like a real military. Look like a real military. But the niggas had guns. They had, and they didn't have no guns. They niggas had Bibles. They had Bibles in his hand. Who, who, who's got a motherfucker 800 men with Bibles in their hand? Let me ask y'all. That, really? We talking about white folks out here in the woods training and everything. But, but you got 800 black men with Bibles in their hand. Who, who the fuck they intimidate? The Jehovah Witness? Go ahead, brother.
This shit just, this shit just ridiculous, man. You should be equipped with the DNA of protecting yourself and your love and your community. That's all you got. You ain't got the White House. Shit. How many motherfuckers in the United States have visited the White House? Probably about two. Ain't never touched ground on that motherfucker. We realize this shit was built by us, but wasn't for us. We're going to start making changes. It's written fucked up. Constitution, three-fifths, all that. Written up to fuck you over, man. And we're walking around. Just like motherfuckers. Uh, niggas and slaves. So as soon as I get unchained from these chains, I'm going to go get me some pussy. Because that's all I know. As soon as I let these chains off, and the chains could be anything somewhere. As soon as I get a job, give me a car. I'm looking to get me some pussy. I ain't looking to get no land. I'm trying to fuck everybody that that walks. That's slavery, man. Branding your DNA. And it's talked about in rap music like it's a thing to do. Really? So much more to life than just Procreation. That's a goddamn top of the list. Procreation. And that's used as a tool. Now it's procreation with uh, transsexual, homosexual. That's all on the fucking billboard. It's on the cyber war billboard. Transsexual. You know. Express your sexuality. Explore here. You got what you need. You got any inhibitions? Open them up over here. What your wife won't do, will do. Well, I didn't didn't want to fucking rap, bro. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes, sir. I'm so sorry. Because I'm all off the top. Good fuck. Okay. Yes, sir. I feel comfortable on CFR. And if you feel like you a citizen, call into this joint. You know what I'm saying? Don't be scared. Ain't no snakes on the radio that's going to bite you. Call in. Let you know time. Yes, sir. We do got a caller on the line, too, brother. Hey, let me bring my good brother in right here. Get you out. Come on, come on, Blog Talk. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Black Power, Peace Commander, Peace Commander, Commander Drew, Peace. 
Hey, hey, brother Sorry, brother Eric, and brother E, brother E, I ain't heard it from you in a long time. It's good to hear your voice, bro. Peace to you. Uh, peace, black man. Good to hear you, All right, bro. Oh, yes, sir. It's good that, you know, we, we still fighting for the liberation of our people, so uh, I'm still with the uh, with the fight, and, and I see y'all still with the fight, man. It's just a good thing to see the brothers been sticking around for a long time, just, uh, just fighting, and we ain't giving up till we win, and that's what it's all about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But hey, brother Root, while, while you're on here, we got no. We, we this is my brother. We gonna we gonna have a show on tomorrow. Y'all, I'll talk about it at 7 p.m. Central tomorrow. We're gonna be talking about the uh, where we go BME and we got Black Belize Nation. We're gonna go into a lot of stuff tomorrow as well. Uh, this is my commander, y'all, right here. Um, so we're gonna go into some stuff tomorrow. And this brother here was when we said boots on the ground. This brother was out here. Now it ain't no nobody else you can hear a video. My brother was out there in Stone Mountain, Georgia, so he can tell you all about what happened. But not what the news said what happened. He was there. So, yes, yeah, sir. And, and one thing I can tell you, anyway, was out there. So y'all took, when I said the women was out there, brother, commander. Now, yes, sir. Tell us about the sisters. How, 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 does, how does sisterhood look out there? How, how did they look out there? Oh, man, you're talking about, you know what, you know, history-making event for the uh, our, our group, the Black Militia, because it made history because – our group went was in representation, a history making uh, event for myself and Sister Kay, which it was actually her birthday. Birthday, so she called it her birthday present, being part of history, uh, man. Oh, but man. the sisters, man, over four hundred sisters with AR-15s, man. You ain't never seen that. I ain't, I ain't never seen that. You know, I've been in a lot of formations, walking with a lot of different groups. But when you see about 400 sisters, man, that the sisters coming out to, to, to stand up for the brothers, which, which you know, don't look good, but it look good just, you know, knowing that you got somebody that will stand up with you. And it ain't nothing better than a sister on the side of a, a black man to stand up with you. So I guess, you know, the creator used everything for his own good. So, uh, But the sisters was out there, at least about 400 sisters with AR-15, and that ain't never been seen in history. So you know that, you know it's a different day. In in this world, so uh, it was a beautiful sight to see. But uh, just for a lot of the listeners don't know what the march was about, uh, brother Sarge, yeah, let, let me let break know it down, what it was bro. about. Yeah, brother, break okay, it down. Uh, okay, Stone Mountain is the uh, birthplace of the uh, KKK. It was the first place they ever lit a cross, and and uh and at the same time they got amusement parks and all kind of stuff, parks and homes and all that in that area. It's a stronghold, actually, it is. So uh, Grandmaster Jay with the impact, not fucking around coalition, he said, we're going straight somewhere that they, we ain't going to be welcome. And here's our orders. If anybody point a gun at you, kill them. Don't shoot them. Kill them. So that was our orders. So everybody that was in that formation knew we were going into a, a situation where we would probably have to be killed or kill in self-defense. So, uh, you know, just uh, going up that hill, it was over like a four-mile hike. And we're talking about we're going up mountain in the boots in the hot heat and our black. So everybody in unison, everybody in formation, we go up this hill. When we get up to the hill, the first thing we come to is a park where everybody was having their Fourth of July. And when I say everybody, that's the clan park. So we, when they saw us, everybody like looking, what the hell? What the hell is that? Oh, shit. People, watermelon everywhere, dropping, 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 dropping. Get in the cars, got to go. So, you know, the clan had called us out, said they were going to be killing 
black folks on that day. A lot of people didn't know that. They said they were going to go around on the 4th of July shooting black folks. So that was our response to the threat. So we'll come to you. You ain't got to go in our neighborhood. We'll come to you. But you see what happens when you come. You know, so that's what happened, Brother Sarray. Yes, we marched on up there after the park. We marched all the way to the uh, to the uh, stone wall. It's a big old mountain with KKK members carved all on it. You know, like you know, like Mount Rushmore. Yes, sir. Yeah, they got that right there in Stone Mountain. They got the the Confederates pictures all on the wall in that mountain. So uh, we just went to their house to show them it's a new day. His brothers and sisters ain't playing, not fucking around. We'll come to you. And chest ties. I just, I yes, read sir. That. yes, sir. And I want to, cause see, cause the news, and I tell y'all, like, like y'all heard fake news. Y'all can't believe them, cause I don't hear different stories and people just grabbing what they hear on the news, and they've been doing YouTube videos. Like the news is making out, they went to protest those, like brother just said, those damn carvings in the in the mountain. They were protesting to get them taken down. That's what some of this what some of the news outlets saying. Oh, it was one hundred. Oh, it was only two hundred people out there. They was protesting. Did y'all hear them? Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people y'all seen the video. Did you hear them one time say anything about a goddamn statue? They were coming to talk about take a statue down. Y'all seen the video, y'all said. I know y'all have. Y'all didn't see them talking about right. no damn statue. Y'all didn't hear them say nothing about no protest either. But that's what the news yeah. is. And also, Brother Sunray, Sar- Sar- uh, yes, what they didn't see, they saw the formation, but it was more brothers and sisters than that. What they didn't see was that all the brothers who were laying low in the creek, just in case somebody was going to try to ambush us on both sides of the streets, all in the tree line, all on the railroad tracks, what they didn't see. So what you saw was that one formation, but it was another formation of military-trained brothers walking in the creek. Oh, man, it was deep, man. And then the next formation that stayed behind in case we needed backup. So they didn't see what they – what they. we didn't show the whole hand wasn't showed. Yes, sir. But, yes, sir. But, I, I want to ask you one thing, Holy Commander. Hold on, I just thought about something. Wait a minute. Now, you said when y'all went through the park, they would they – would, now, we know who they were. You said they dropped their watermelons and got on out of there? <laughs> yeah. People got up and they stood up and they came. You know, we didn't go in the park with the guns. We just walked by the park. But, you know, that many people walking by the park, you're going to be seen, right? So uh, yes, they came to the to the street line and, and they walked, you know, somebody eating watermelon and, and, and just falling out their hands like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One of them said, "Yeah." Then we happened to have somebody. Uh, one of them happened to say, "We love y'all." I, now that was the weirdest shit we Dang. ever heard at a KKK. At the, yeah, we love y'all. And one of the you brothers, would. one of the leadership, we don't want your fucking love. Yeah, you would say that now, wouldn't you? But the the yeah, funny part about when you said that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you love, you love, we love you because you're strapped. Oh shit, we love you. Girl, and we got like like Martin Luther King. They want to fuck with you. You look. Right. Yeah. You imagine like Martin Luther King want to march. They want to kick your ass. They see you strapped. Oh, we love you. Fuck you. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's what one of the brothers <laughs> told him. One of the leaders. One of the leaders told him, "We don't want your fucking love. Go love your own self." Yeah, and the funny part why I asked about the wallet belly is because y'all don't came in the park. White folk didn't expect y'all to come. All these black folk, thousand black folk coming through there and caught them eating watermelon. God damn it. I yeah, thought they were only yeah, black folk yeah. eating watermelon. 
And guess what? We created a traffic jam of them motherfuckers leaving the party. <laughs> God, yeah. It was a traffic jam of them leaving the goddamn party. Oh, we got to go. Shit. We ain't really about that life. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. And see, this is where we're talking about. So brothers out here, and I, that's why I asked the most about the sisters, and it because now we got, because you got, that's why I see everything out here, the brothers criticize, and you got sisters who standing up that strong, putting their life on the line, like brothers said, for, for other, for men who should be out there. Sisterhood can't keep waiting on y'all. Ain't nobody going to keep waiting on y'all to get y'all ass up and do something for yourself now. You've been told this shit. I don't know how many people, I mean, our, our leaders don't came and told you this shit. Ain't nobody going to keep waiting around. So sisters can't keep waiting around. They're getting their ass beat on the street, going to stores, getting jumped on. They ain't doing that shit no more. They ain't waiting on y'all. I, it, it's going to be a lot of sisters going to have a whole goddamn, uh, probably going to be a whole black sisterhood militia by themselves. They ain't going to be tired of waiting on you motherfucking men because half of your men going around here putting on dresses, lipstick, and all that shit, you're trying to be the black woman. So she ain't got time to right. wait on you motherfucker to see what y'all gonna do. Right. But go ahead. I actually saw I, I actually seen a video today with sisters marching. I said, Whoa, where'd that come from? I seen a video actually with sisters. Wow. Yes, sir. And I'm glad you're on here. Now, because this story here ain't being told. I think he was just talking about this the other day. I, I want to say you were. Now, this brother here, now we know about my, uh, uh, our brother uh, Ahmad Aubrey. But here's a story, um, a brother named Mark William Marcus Wilson. We just said William uh, um, uh, Marcus Wilson, 21-year-old college student. <clears throat> he was driving down in, uh, I forget where I'm trying to see, in Statesbury. I see Statesbury. But it said a black, dri- black driver in jail for fatally shooting at a, a truckload of belligerent racists trying to run him off the road. Yeah, and he shot yeah, one of them. He killed one of them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, and then the funny part, now it ain't funny, nothing funny about it, but it says the situation unfolded on June the 14th when Wilson and his girlfriend, now which his girlfriend were white, uh, it says went for a late night, yeah, went for a late night drive uh, to Taco Bell. After getting their food, they they said the truck began to follow them with the occupants yelling racial racial slurs and trying to run them off the road. The truck was, now check this out. The truck was allegedly, as they say, allegedly playing music from the pur- the, the Purge movie, the movie oh. about lawlessness. Now I've heard, I even heard now what what they're saying with that. I've heard Alex Jones. I was listening to him about a couple of months, about a month or so back. He would think he was. I think it was in. It was. It was some town in Louisiana, where he said that the town, the police, the sheriff, or whatever was driving through the town. You know, everybody was on lockdown because it's coronavirus. So they was driving through the town. The police were playing the Purge movie on the police intercom, driving through the town. And the, they said it scared the hell out of the people in that town. And so people started complaining cause like, because they knew that movie. They knew that damn sound. So they had so many goddamn people scared. But here they driving. These white crazy ass. And they said, but anyway, they were talking about here. Uh, it says... It says, when asked how they should, let me see, how they felt about the incident, they said they were driving by. I'm trying to get this shit right, y'all. When asked, how could we be sure the incident was racially motivated? Johnson, the brother who shot him, scoffed at the chance uh, of language. He said they was following them and was yelling phrases like nigger, 
your life don't matter and call his girlfriend a nigger lover. So, yeah, that was, I guess it was one of the things where they started messing with him because of his white girlfriend. But he shot him. Now, shot one of them. They chasing him, trying to run him off the road. They said first he shot a warning shot. And I guess he ended up shooting one of them. And I'm trying to see. He said he was charged with, let me see, uh, one count of felony murder and one count of aggravated assault. And, it, and yeah. So, hey, they was out there fucking with him, hey, doing that shit. They like try to do be like a mob, a mod arbor, run them folks off the road because they want to be racist. Hey, the brother had a permit. He was licensed to carry, y'all. He was licensed to carry, and he wasn't going for that racist shit. He showed them racist bastards what you do when a racist try to kill you. He stood his ground. Right. He protected himself. Even if it was a white girl, his girlfriend, like the brother that was in St. Louis, he protected him and his his mate. And he, he, he took one of them bouncers out because they was going to get him. Yes, sir, you going to say something, Brother Drew? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, he might have went to jail, but he didn't get a chance to go to the morgue. So we'll say we'll take our chances at, 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 at the judge, as we used to say. We'd rather be judged by six than carried by six. Yes, sir. And I think they, I don't know if he's out because I know they, they got a petition and everything going out. And there's even lawyers saying, hey, because that's what the whole thing is about. This is about, they were saying that uh, he was standing his ground. He had the right. So they're trying to fight it. I, I think I've seen somebody saying, I don't know if he's out of jail. But they're saying that's not right. Because he likes to say, hell, if white people can do the same thing, you already know how that shit go. But why is he in jail for doing the right thing, standing his ground, and somebody trying to kill him? But then, you know, he's in jail. So, you know, and then plus he was licensed. He was legally he is legally, uh, you know, had legal rights to carry. But like you said, brother, it's, it's best to get caught with it than to get caught without it. And he was caught with it, and that's how you do it. So, and that's what you know. We're gonna be getting into a lot more of that tomorrow, man. And, and on, on, on stuff, okay. man. We got to train, and we have to train. We have to prepare ourselves as well. So, like I said, hey, this this, this ain't finna get no better. Y'all think that shit is it is. It's really not, man. These people are going crazy because, like I tell y'all, Black Lives Matter and all them got these folks dead. They think they' about to lose their grip. They think they' about to lose their leadership. They, you know, I, and I still say this, listen, brother. This, 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 this statistic of some had came out talking about white people or Caucasians in America were going to be uh, the minority. And I think about 2030, 2040. Now they said the Hispanic population going to be the majority, but I'm like, okay. If they stand the Hispanics gonna be the majority, why the hell y'all out here messing with black folk? Like we finna take over. We ain't shit. They they said we still was gonna be at the bottom. But y'all get mad at us like we the ones finna take them up, take over and shit. That's because it's not I, true, brother Samuel. That's because it's not true. Yeah. And, and and another reason what they're doing is cause they're again they are believing the hype. Like a lot of our family, we they believe the hype about a lot of shit that go on in the news. They'll believe in the hype because with this whole thing with the Black Lives Matter, they taking down all the Confederate statues, they spray paint Black Lives Matter. So white folks seeing that shit like, Hey, these black folks really are, they finna take over. Oh, we losing our grip. Oh, god damn, we finna lose America. Oh shit. You know, it's not the Mexicans taking over, it's the black people. Oh, they finna do to us what we what we did to them. Remember, every we had this show a couple of weeks. Well, been about over a month or so. When the white dude called over, and I told you, that's why y'all scared because y'all fear if black people take over, y'all scared we gonna do what, do to y'all ass what y'all did to us. And that's why they so goddamn terrified. But the white boy did say on the show, 
He said, no, we don't think that. Now, he a goddamn lie. But he said, no, because y'all history don't show that y'all ever have done anything like that, which, right. But still, again, they don't, the media got them hyped up and so goddamn terrified. You know, some of them, they're so scared. But, you know, you should be. Because a lot of it is karma. You really do deserve what the hell you you know you get coming to you. Now that's hell. But hey man, yeah, it just got we got to be careful. Like I said, sister, like the sister got jumped on at work. You know, white folks want to jump on because they knew they went from that time. They jumped their ass back and went back to New York. So it's got a lot of that is is going to go on. You know, but you know we just got to watch ourselves, man, and be prepared for what's going on. Try to be, and I'll tell you, man, don't let nobody. Discourage you, sisters and brothers. I don't give a damn what you're doing. Don't discourage you from trying to learn self-defense and protecting yourself. Right. If they want to believe that somebody finna come out the motherfucking sky and save them, let them do that. But don't you let nobody discourage you and like, well, man, see, brother, we ain't. and don't worry about that fucking terrorist list. They go, like I said, they if they gonna label you, whatever they label. You. Like I said, remember y'all home training for your mom. I give, I go back that way. Your mama always told you. Don't worry about what somebody called you, baby. Because if you know that's not you, don't you worry about what they call you. They can call you whatever they want to. You know that's not you. So don't worry about what the hell they label you as. You don't give a damn. Yes, sir. But one of y'all want to go ahead and say something, brother. I just, it's it, it just a trip, man. We got to be do better than this, man. Yes, sir. All right. I mean, brother, you got, I, I don't want to jump in. I, I just, well, let me just say this real quick. I, I just uh, actually I was trying to call you a few minutes ago, man. I got you recruits for Memphis. Memphis is going to be on the map. Oh yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Okay, yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Look for some yeah, brothers calling you. I pass, I pass your number on, so some brothers going to call you. So that's what it's going to be about. Okay, yes, sir. And I got some brothers, man, hollering at me again today. So yeah, we trying to get this thing rolling, brother. Oh, and I had uh, well, I will tell you about that offline, but yeah, yeah. So, but um. Yeah, hey, we trying to get this thing, y'all. This is serious, man. And, and like what brother was saying, um, y'all don't know, just from what happened Saturday, there's a lot of people now getting in gun clubs and these militia groups, man, and recruiting has been off the chain. He ain't got to even just go out and ask nobody you want to join. Man, they calling, hitting you up now. That, that's one of the Yes, sir. That's a beautiful thing. You know, uh, I'm glad you said that, Brother Sunray. Yes, sir. All these years, man, we used to go out there, you know, when I first joined the Panther Party. We used to go out there, man, people would shy away from us. They would tell us we crazy, this and that. And we would have to tell them, I guess I'm going to wake you up one day. I guess that one day has arrived. Now people run into I mean, now they run into How can I join you guys? How can, I'm talking about 10, 15 a day, Sunray. How can we join? So, uh, just our group itself. I'm talking about if, if I just do the numbers and the percentage, I think we done almost grew 50% in, in one month. Mm. Yes, sir. Most definitely. And I'm going to tell y'all, y'all think they, man, it, it ain't thick out here. I went to an army surplus today, and this is an old country town, and I went in there today. I'm the only, like I said, I'm the only black in that mud. I'm going in. I ain't studying y'all that. I'm going in. I got to get what I got to get. But you can tell. It's like, they, you know, it's like them to them, like, nigga, boy, what you doing in here? They were just looking at me and hit like, <laughs> and like they didn't want to even wait wait on me uh, and, and sell me nothing. They went on at me what I wanted, though. Like, I don't know, we might not have no more of them. It was like, man, hear him get this nigga what he wants and get the hell out of here. He ain't got no business buying no military <laughs> equipment. What the hell he in here for? Hey, you can, 
I, I could concur <laughs> with that, Brother Sarray. I could concur. I went to the gun store there. I just asked for a shotgun slang. We ain't got no slang. God damn, y'all ain't got that. The other day I went and asked for something. We ain't got that neither. I said, oh, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, so I, think, yeah. I concur with what you're saying. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's how they are, man. You can you can sense it, man. They boy, and they got, and then they got the, the rebel flags all in there and everything. Yeah, so you know, they got the civil. They even got stuff with going back to the civil war, all of that. They like, man, what you doing in here buying this type of stuff? You ain't got no business doing that. The black folk, what y'all doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all gearing up for something too? We the ones supposed to be storing up. Yeah, y'all doing. So yeah, man. It's, <laughs> Hey, like I said, like I said, families, hey, y'all better ride to the occasion while you can, because this ain't no joke. You better find which side you're gonna get on, because this is gonna be a side you're gonna have to pick. It's most definitely right. gonna be a side you're gonna have to pick. It ain't gonna be no damn neutral. Now you can stay in the middle. Sure, you right. wanna think you're gonna be there, yes, sir, brother Eric. I can't wait to the day when we start buying rope and making nooses and learning how to make a perfect noose. <laughs> Oh, good. We hang them bitches. That's good one, We hang them motherfuckers in white residential areas. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Huh? Oh, it's good. I want to yep. hang some yeah. of them motherfuckers. You understand right. me? In a white residential area. Uh huh. With a little, with a little uh fucking Ku uh, Klux Klan. Mask on on that motherfucker to let him know this ain't no black news. <laughs> this for a white motherfucker. <laughs> Put a little white baby on that bitch. You know I'm next y'all niggas nervous. <laughs> you understand know me? Yeah. That's what we need to do. See, I'm down to doing some evil shit like that because y'all motherfuckers is evil. Some intimidation. Evil recognize man. evil. Now, that's right. That's evil, right. We swear at you. We created you. So we can get down on your level. We're about peace. But if you want to go there, let's right. go there. You know brother what I'm saying? Because my rope would be yeah, straight white. I want that motherfucker painted white. Because I don't want no Mr. Screwed type of shit. No, this ain't for right. no black person. This straight for a crack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's pretty good, brother. <laughs> yeah. that, that's pretty good, brother. Yes, sir. Because I, 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 you said that, and I used to tell people that the motherfucker is evil, and they came from us. Well, we have evil in us too. Mm-hmm. And that, you see what I'm saying? So meaning we I can turn my shit dirty. on. Yeah, I can turn my shit on and get evil too. Mm-hmm. Hey, brother, that, that's what they call supreme balancement. That's, mm-hmm. that's the real supreme. We gotta make an evil playground. You know, if we're gonna play, it got to be even. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're going to play this yes, fucking game of so-called racism. Let's make it even. Let's get down with the get down. Okay. You like you like making ropes and sh- shit out of ropes and shit and nooses? Okay. You got one from your, for your punk ass. You know what I'm yep. saying? Uh, and we, what they want to wear about women? We ain't going to wreck no, uh, your women, but we'll do something detrimental to them. Tell you that. Cut the womb out like they used to do us. How about that? Y'all won't like that. You won't like that. Huh? The real gator bait. The Make them gator bait. Mm-hmm. Now, we ain't trying to go up in, but we're going up in. 
<laughs> surgically, we surgically going up in. We gonna cut the box out. I'm done. Wait, 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 you, you better say something, Brother Drew. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just, man, shoot, y- y'all got me going right there. That was pretty good, but it, that's pretty good, shoot. But that's true, though, man. If, if anything came out of something, that means that something that it came out of is more powerful. And if we, we can choose to turn on our good side, which is natural, but you can make us go into an unnatural spirit, boy, I don't want I, I know a lot of people, we all be saying that you don't want to see my ugly side, motherfucker. Yes, sir. So, so do. Yes, sir. You sure right. And then, like I said, that's what that because sometimes you got to speak that you got to speak another person's language. Sometimes you can try to be, but, but sometimes you got to get on their level, it, 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 you know. And like Malcolm said, hey man, this is the language they only the language they know. Look at their history. Look at what they do now. Look at just look at them now. They, and, and they talk about peaceful protests when they had at the George Floyd, but they was out there tearing up shit. We already we seen the video. Who was out there tearing yep. up stuff, burning down shit. That's that's what they know. And the black people are like, we're trying to have a peaceful protest. But look at your counterpart. Look what he's doing, though. He don't know how to be peaceful. The nigga said peace in the Middle East. And, and, and every time he said peace in the Middle East, but we see shooting and, black and, and, and stuff getting tore up. That's his language. That's what he knows. So when you start speaking his motherfucking language, like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me know what's going on here. We, 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 we weren't expecting this. <laughs> And that's how sometimes they got to be. So, you know, black folk don't get scared because y'all see the other black people trying to stick. Because look, what, what it, what's going on again is we ain't doing this shit just for ourselves. We're doing this. For and I tell you, everybody that's in these gun clubs, these militias, there ain't no paycheck with this shit, y'all. It ain't like you join the United States military and they cut you a check or you go to get a GIB or to go to college. All this shit is voluntarily. Our uniforms, our everything we do it comes out of our pocket. Travels come out of our pocket. We do this shit because we're training to do what? Because we love our people. We love our nation, our nation of people. We want to survive as a people. Make sure we try to survive as a people. So this shit is done, man, out of voluntarily from everybody. All the brothers and sisters that went there, ain't no, ain't, wasn't no goddamn government check to get those brothers and sisters down there in Georgia. And they weren't the, they weren't the only place there was a uh, protest, not a protest, a march going on at the same time. So... But everybody do this stuff out of their heart because they have a desire to see and see black people progress, man, and have a better way. We like white people. Everybody else can say they they they're human. They call themselves humans. They feel they got a right to exist as human beings. So how in the hell can we not exist as human beings? Don't can, can we walk around, you know, and have a little fun and you know have a little peace, sit down and chill and kick it? Without being harassed, without looking like we gonna go in the store and steal something. God damn! If everybody else can do it, how come black people so called black people can't do it? Right. Every time we gotta be we gotta be harassed and shit. And we and we humans too. I know they said we you know say you just said we wasn't. You said we citizens in this motherfucker. So I mean I can go and do what I want to. As long as I ain't hurt you, I ain't hurt nobody else. I ain't causing harm. But so the thing here, man, look. So we got brothers and sisters, man. They doing this out of their heart. So when y'all see brothers and sisters like that out there, man, y'all got to big up them. And, then, and you, you ain't get this big up. But all that criticizing and shit, leave that shit alone. Because, number one, they're volunteering their life for you. Not the United States government. It's for your existence. So even, even if y'all criticizing, even if y'all that criticizing, 
Those brothers and sisters putting their life on the line for you to even criticize. Whether you know that shit or not. You said people join the United States military. We fight for our freedom over here in the United States. And they're telling you uh, Russia's trying to kill your ass. They tell you trying to, China trying to kill you. Saddam Hussein was trying to kill you. So you, as a black person, feel, I'm trying to fight for my freedom. I'm going to the United States and go over there and put your life, sacrifice my life for the United States. And then you came back home and they still calling you niggas. They, they still dog you out. They still don't want to give you a loan and get a car or a house. And you don't went over there telling I'm fighting for my goddamn freedom in America. Go back to the man with the Tuskegee Airmen. Look, look, look what they did. Help save them goddamn white folks in that damn war. Look, at, look how they got treated. Hell, go back to all these goddamn wars. Look how they got treated. Still, not even looked at as citizens. So still, again, we just saying, hey man, we, we, we just trying to be the security team. Um, Cause y'all, like I said, we say we don't trust the fucking police. So, hey, man, we're trying to show y'all, you don't have to be scared no more, family. There's a unit, there's a protective team out here. Um, if you don't, if you don't, you don't, we know everybody ain't built for it. We know everybody in a tribe, we have different uh, positions. You got a chief, you got your medicine men, you got your lawyers. Hey, just find your position. If your position just passing out, pa- passing out bottled waters and Gatorade, hey, hey, shit, that's cool, too. We know everybody ain't right. built, everybody ain't everybody ain't warrior type. Shit, just hey man, I, I you know I, I hey bro, I ain't got the heart to go out there and do this shit, man. Hey, oh, it's cool, brother. We got you. Hey, but I can support y'all financially. Well, I just you know, hey, I, I send y'all some, hey, help y'all buy some bullets or hell, some band aids or something, brother. I, hey, I'm with y'all, man, because y'all fighting on our behalf too. I ain't got to. I, I like to go out here and speak, but I don't know what to say. Okay, we got you, yeah. brother. We cool, but I support y'all. Hey, that's it, man. That's all we need. That's all we need. Yes, sir. But anybody got something, man. I'm and Justin, come on in here, Justice. Don't, don't, don't get scared now, Justice. Come on in here tonight, man, because we got like 20, 21 more minutes, man. Come on in here. I know you got something you want to throw out on the table. Um, Brother Eric, you, you were talking about that Charlemagne, I mean that sister, um, Angela Stanton. I don't know if I'm going to say something. I don't know if y'all seen who have seen that uh, um, that Breakfast Club interview. I wouldn't have never watched it because I, I can't stand the Breakfast Club. But every now and then somebody send me something, and I look at it for research purposes. And it, I was really pissed off, though. I'm going to tell y'all. I was mad as a motherfucker. I wanted to cut that shit off so bad. But we do talk radio. So we have to research stuff, and we have to listen to stuff that we don't want to really listen to. And that's just how it is. There's a research and stuff. You got to sometimes. Uh, but anyway, man, that, that sister, man, she running, I think, Congress, running for Congress or something in Georgia. And... The the doctrine that they are, and this is why they, and y'all wonder why, I don't know if y'all wonder why, because here locally in Memphis, they had a, a local radio show that had been on for years. I didn't listen to them either because they was a bunch of foolishness, no knowledge. But they syndicated the Breakfast Club and got them playing down here in Memphis every morning. And y'all got to wonder why the Breakfast Club is being so syndicated. Y'all know why? Because they're pushing a lot of poison out. And with that video, I mean, with that show, but the sister Angela Stanton, she was dropping facts on their ass. And she was talking about what we got to do as a black community, what's happening with the black community, abortion rate and all of this different stuff, people being in prison. She told you how she was in prison. 
and how when she was pregnant with her baby in prison, they had her chained down to the goddamn bed, locked down to the bed, as she's trying to give birth to her baby in prison. So she got out. She said she got that shit changed so they no longer do that to women anymore while they're having a baby in prison. They don't handcuff them and lock them down to the bed as they're having a baby in prison. But anyway, um, so with the thing with the Breakfast Club, now she's talking all this stuff about what's happening with black people and giving out the stats and this. And I noticed the two people who, and Brother Chief David Rabbi, is, I mean, Rabbi uh, David Israel, if he was still on here, he used to try to tell us a lot of times. And I used to disagree with David a lot of times on this here. He was talking about the Latinos and the Puerto Ricans, man. Hey, they not with us, man. They not black. They not black, son Ray. You know, they damn them. You know, y'all remember me and David. But when I listened to the interview, the two people who was really giving this sister, trying to push this poison, about this sister, about black people and all of this, was, what's his name, DJ Envy and also uh, the other one, uh, Angela, Angela Yee. Two people who were, I, I don't know their nationality, I think they Puerto Rican or something, Two, and even Charlemagne ass, I don't really like him, but I noticed he didn't try to push a lot of this foolishness on the sister that much. But one thing she was saying, they was she was trying to talk, and she was like, they'll say something like, are you trying, oh, you saying you uh, anti LGBT? And she never said that. And she'd bring that out, even about the abortion. Now, Angela Yee, she kept talking about she's talking about the abortion rate, and, and they was talking about Planned Parenthood, which we know it was uh, started by this racist Margaret Sangler called the Negro Project. Y'all don't hear me talk about this several times. Negro Project. Uh, targeting to eliminate black people right after uh, slavery and all of this stuff and how it affects our black community now, like you said, um, and how they funded the government, the Democratic Party, fund all this shit because, number one, again, the people who didn't want y'all free are the ones who want y'all who, who uh, funding your genocide, which is called abortion, again. So, but anyway, she don't even, she's trying to push all this shit about the women getting abortion. And she don't even, like a sister, do you have any children? No. So why is you pushing all this bullshit, talking about women having abortion and all this? You don't even have any fucking children. Then they talking about children having sex changes at 11, 12, and all of this shit. Uh, it's okay if they feel like, let me tell you, this is some crazy shit. You talk about a child, 9, 10, and all this stuff. You know what they say? Somebody, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. That's what he's trying to really say about these little children, nine, ten years old. They don't know nothing about nothing, man. And that's what this sister was trying to tell them. There's a child, five, three years old, five years old. Don't know, they don't really know how to put Lego blocks together yet. You know, none of this shit yet. But you're trying to tell them, well, they have a right to know about uh, whether they're a boy or a girl. Uh, he might feel like he's a little girl. Billy want to feel like he's a little girl. So, well, you know, you can change his sex and all of this, and you got to teach him all about sexuality. And that's what she was trying to explain. You shouldn't be – there's no way you should be have to even talk to a child three, four years old about goddamn sex. Because you want to tell – because she was trying to say, if you got to talk to them about what a lesbian is, what a homosexual is, you got to start explaining to them about sex. And when they're watching these television shows, seeing these two men kissing – Two women kissing and all of this shit. You got to explain sex to them at that age. And when they're teaching this shit in school. Now, in school, I remember learning about my ABCs and the one, two, threes and shit. You know, I can't remember none of that shit in, in now. But anyway, but all of this shit, we learn about things like that. They don't even teach home ec. 
in school. They don't even teach uh, physics or none of this, not physics, uh, political science or t- type of things in school no more. But they want to teach all this shit about sex changes. T- not little children now. Well, I know they want to be teach political science in there. Little shit, they, they be, need to be learning how to color inside the goddamn lines. But they want to teach them about sex changes and sex and shit, about if you feel like a boy and, well, if you're a little girl, you might feel like a boy. Well, hey, we'll give you some hormones and shit to go ahead and, you know, make you transition. So, and the whole point, like, say, if, a, if a child is 10, 9, 10, and he figured out, that child don't know no, but he might be in the influence of seeing shit in school. Maybe the teacher's uh, pushing his poison. So you're trying to say that we can't influence a child and tell a child, well, no, that's not, you know, hey, you know, explain about your sexuality. And this is the shit they're pushing on the breakfast club. It's poison. Mr. Summer. Yes, sir. Summer. Yes, sir, brother. I want to pose the question. Why would you have somebody on your show that you totally disagree with? For one, and then Bam. the second, if you totally disagree with this individual view, well, since you have some information to combat with the, the dialogue on what she's saying, and you can back that shit up with your shit, because you ain't got no shit, what the <laughs> fuck is the agenda here? You don't even agree yeah. with the sister, but you got her on the show. But then again, you ain't got mm-hmm. shit to back up what you believe. All you can say is, I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no stats. You ain't got shit. You ain't got no numbers. You ain't got no history to base on. And she's just dropping it on you. You look like a fucking asshole. Yeah. But you know what, brother? That's what the, you know, you know, you know, but, but you know what that thing is, though? You know what they whole thing were, though? They bring they bring her on there because they they brought her on there to do to discredit her, and what I mean by really discredit her is try to show her off, uh, make her look like she's like I said anti. It wasn't about the stats about what she's saying about the black abortion rate, the unemployment rate, the finance, the economic. It was to make her uh, anti anti LGBT. Notice they always kept she. I want to talk about my campaign. They kept bringing up sexuality and things about this. Oh, you anti, you were anti uh, trans, transgender. You anti this. See, this is what it is. So when these, this particular group of people hear this, it was to discredit her for when she's running for office. And so would they make sure they not, they're going to rally around, make sure she do not get elected because, oh, now she's anti-LGBT. She's not going to be on our team, per se. She's not going to... She's not going to pass any any uh, referendum that has something to do with us. She's going to be anti-against us. So we can't take nothing in her office to say, hey, look, we need to get this Equality Act passed. She's going to like, no, I ain't with that shit. That, that got something to do with LGBT? No, I ain't with that shit. Bro. I don't believe in it. So it, it, it was all thing to discredit her and her campaign. Where she And it's basically, no, we don't, need to, we don't want to talk about we don't want like they talk about uh, Black Lives Matter. You bring them about well, what about uh, all these po- uh, black killing pe- black people killing each other? We don't want to talk about that. That ain't that ain't that ain't, that ain't what we talking about that right now. We ain't talking about that. We talk about white people. We talk about white police killing black people. That's what we talking about. That's what we talk about. We ain't talking about what 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 happened in Chicago. And then another thing, the mayor even the mayor in Chicago, 
right? All of these shootings and shit going on in Chicago, Father's Day, look at the numbers of people who got shot in Chicago, even uh, the 4th of July, and all of this shit. You know what the mayor of Chicago is concerned about? Going into an LGBT party and shit. She ain't worried about what the fuck going on in Chicago. You know, Trump even said once before, but he was running. I'm not trying to campaign for him or none of that shit either, but I'm just goddamn it. We're dealing with, we dealing with the, the facts. Now, here's a racist. Now, and I'm throwing this out. Here's a racist talking about, hey, well, look, we'll send some funding, man, to help back. And there's some bullshit that's going on in Chicago. Chicago, Oakland, all of these, Detroit, all of this shit, black people killing each other. We'll send some, hey, man, something got to happen. Something got to stop. You know what they say? No, no, uh, uh, uh. Leave us alone. These basically, I'm, I'm giving in 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 in, in uh, street terminology. Now, leave our niggas alone. Let them kill each other. They that was a thing, brothers. They had police on the radio in Chicago. The dispatch, they heard it. They they played. It. I heard it on the thing. They played it where they was calling. There there was a shooting going on. You know what they said? The white officers them said on the radio. Oh, them just gang members shooting each other. Let them go ahead and kill each other. That's what they said. The gang members shooting each other. Let them kill each other. No one even to go over there and investigate. Let them, when they get through, we just go over there and we'll take our report. Fuck it. Let them kill each other. That's how these states, like we talk about the Democrats, that's how these Democratic cities are. They don't give a fuck. With all this crime rate, that's why even with Black Lives Matter, hey, we don't want to hear that shit. Let these niggas kill each other. We want to talk about this over here. We want to, we want to deal with the one, one black person got shot a year by a white person. We'll deal with that. Cause we want this. This is this is how we get our money. This is how we get our funding from our white daddy, George Soros. Them deal with white issues. We don't really nah. That black shit. Who cares about black people killing each other? Who gives a damn? It could be a thousand black people get killed a night. That, who cares about that? Huh? We don't. We don't get no money off of that. We get paid off racism. That's where we get our money at. Let's deal with that. Farrakhan, like I said, I, I tell y'all several times. Farrakhan told y'all that shit. You get paid off black people suffering. You get paid off dealing with that shit. You better not go over there and try to do nothing to straighten these Negroes out, killing each other. That don't pay. The jail's got to close down. Black folks stop doing crime. The jail closes. The jailhouse closed down. A lot of police be out of work. The deputy jailers be out of work. The, the damn lawyers, judges, they'll be out of work. The motherfuckers be filing for unemployment. They lose them big-ass houses. They lose all that shit got to go. So we can't do that, man. This is how we get our money, man. The, the, the morgues would be lonely as a motherfucker, man. Ain't that many people die from heart attacks every day, high blood pressure. Even though black people have it, ain't, that many, ain't nobody really dying from coronavirus like that. So, man, oh, we got to let them keep killing each other, man. We need black folks killing each other, beating each other's asses. Hey, that's how we get our cheese. No, nah, don't you try to help them, man. No, nah, don't, don't, don't do nothing to help them black folk. Don't do that. And the Democrats will keep on. That's why you that's why you gotta keep this liberal doctrine. The liberals said change. They won't change, but it ain't for the good. Barack Obama told y'all change. Yes, we can. Y'all ain't we ain't changed. It ain't changed for the fucking good. It got changed for the worse. Look at when 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 they talk about Baltimore with Elijah Cummins. They talked about how piss poor that damn uh, uh Baltimore war, rat infested. That even the even the Democratic Black males them in there who were crooked as they goddamn selves in there. What they told the truth. She said it was rat infested. And and but don't nobody want to don't nobody want like I said don't nobody want to hear the truth, man. We want to detail these goddamn lies. That's why I said it, 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 uh, it's time to stop being scared of the truth. 
Black folk, when are we going to have this uncomfortable conversation, man? Like my brother LJ said it. When are we going to sit down and really have these uncomfortable conversations? I know it's, I know it's uncomfortable because we're talking about what's us and what we're doing to each other. And it's a bad thing. I know a lot of us, we come from different tribes and different nations and things. I understand that. I understand some of the tribal stuff. But we got to have this uncomfortable conversation, man, because other people, when they constantly see you harming yourselves and doing other stuff to yourself, it's just like I seen a video where this white woman called another, she called her sister a nigger. And the white woman said, say it again. You better not say it. Call me another nigger. Well, y'all be saying it to each other. So it's the same. You just think about that. And we said it's the term of endearment, endearment, whatever that shit is. So white people are like, well, they're killing each other. So what the fuck? They're killing each other 50, 50 a night in Chicago. So what, it, what, does it, what does it matter? We kill one of them. They ain't going to notice. Well, they ain't going to notice. They shot 50. If we get one, that's 51. But who going to notice out of 50? That's just another dead nigga, as they would say. So we have to start hit, have this uncomfortable conversation. But a lot of us ain't ready to sit down and have these uncomfortable conversations. We ain't ready. We don't. Some, I'm going to tell y'all something. It ain't no secret to some of y'all. They're listening to Free. Y'all know. Some black folks don't want to change. Some black folks want to stay on the plantation. It's scary being out there free, y'all. You ain't, yeah, I'm going to say it. It's scary. See, when you, and we, we've got six minutes. We're going to go over in overtime. So, but y'all, y'all, y'all listening in, we're going in overtime a little bit because I got to get this out right here. So y'all got uh, uh, six minutes. Uh, the call-in number is 516-418-5877. One more time, area code 516 5877. Let me throw this out. I was thinking about this shit earlier, man. And it might y'all make the sun where you crazy as hell. Well, you say what you want though. I just gotta tell the truth. Some of these dudes, some of these folks don't black folks don't want to be free. Kanye West kind of said that, y'all, but y'all thought he was crazy. So I might say I'm crazy with Kanye then. But anyway, why? So they like, well, you know what? I'm gonna stay with Massa. I a massa, I, I ain't ready to leave all plantation, Master. So you've been taking care of me, Master. You don't clothe me, Master. You don't feed me, Master. I know you dog me out a little bit sometime, Master. I understand, Master. But but Master, if you set me free, where's I gonna go, Master? I don't know nothing but else, Master. I don't wanna be out there, Master. Cause see, you set me free, Master. That means I gotta feed, clothe, and shelter my own self, Master. I gotta find some kind of income, Master. I gotta have my own income. But see, like the like the Moore said, when I become sovereign, I can't depend on you no more, Master. You ain't going to give me no more money no more, Master, because I got to depend on my own self. I'm sovereign now. I'm independent. I'm on my own. But see, as long as I stay under you, Master, you're going to take care of me. You, I know you ain't going to give me. Now, you'll cook a pie, Master, but you ain't going to give me half of the pie. You ain't going to give me a slice. You just give me a little, little teeny little bit off the, off the crust. The edge of the crust. You probably give me the burn part. I'm cool with that, Master, because I got a piece <laughs> of your pie, Master. I'm cool with that, Master. I can't. I, I don't. I don't want to go by myself. So this is some of the people like you see the black the black caucus. Now Trump told these folk, and I'm throwing this out because he, I, y'all hear me all the time to this shit. Now here's a dude told y'all what else y'all got to lose. Y'all don't try to. You know I hope I would have held that motherfucker feet to the fire. Oh, okay. Let's negotiate then, because you wrote a book called uh, uh, The Art of the Deal. Okay, let's deal then, Trump. Let's, let's fucking deal then. So you said, oh, what do we got to lose? I got it. Okay, let's get down. Here's our demand. I'd have brought up the goddamn Black Panther 10-point program and I every goddamn thing else to the table. 
This is what we got right here. This is what we want. How many of them are you going to give us? How many of them motherfuckers? There's 10 of them. How many are you going to give us? Let's get, okay. Can you give us some land? Give us some? Hey, you, you remember now, y'all had the radical Republicans who were Abraham Lincoln. Y'all remember Abraham Lincoln when he went after the war? What did he do? He gave us some land. You, and you do know the Democrats, Trump, since you're a Republican. You, do, you remember how the Democrats took the land? They took the land back after Lincoln died? You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that song, right? I, I t- well, hey, look, can you, say, well, get, can you give us our land back, Trump? And you can't give us that, you, you bullshit. Now, we on national TV, Trump. Now, you see, see I'm going to push you on blast on that. See, I ain't finna, we ain't finna get behind in the White House in a secret room. We want the whole world to see this shit. So if you renege on this shit, the whole world going to know you're a fucking liar. I don't want them to hear it said because, like, CNN talking about he's a goddamn liar. I ain't got no proof. It's just my word against his. We're going to say this shit all in open because I'm going to make sure because you said what do we got to lose. So we all on national TV. Everybody heard you say this, that you was going to get black folk this. So, hey, everybody know you're a big-ass liar. So what do we got to lose? So my thing is, like, the black caucus, they the ones that's holding. And what do y'all really know? They are the ones that's holding black people back. All them black son bitches up there, Maxine, and y'all ski me for being crunchy. But all them black son bitches up in there, the Maxine Waters, the John, whoever they fucking names are, all them motherfuckers up there, they the ones that's holding black people back. Because you know what? They getting their little edge of that piece of pie. From their masters. That's all they want. And they'll hold you back. They don't want you to get that little piece of crust, little crumb that fall off the pie. Y'all, sometimes they, y'all, y'all never bake the pie, and sometimes when the crust fall off, they don't want y'all to be that, just that little bit of crust. They don't want to share that little crust with y'all. They want it all to themselves. So they getting there. Maxine Wallace living in big-ass house, matching million-dollar-some houses and shit. They don't want y'all. They want y'all to stay in the hood, these Section 8 houses. Put your man out the house, sisters. That's why you can't have a man in the house. We'll give you a couple of food stamps. Put his ass out. You know, go get you a couple of baby daddies and shit like that. We're going to miseducate the children. We're going to indoctrinate them with this bullshit. No, nah, we ain't going to teach them nothing about starting no business, no entrepreneurship. Uh, entrepreneurship. We're going to teach them when they get out of school, get you a good job. I mean, what you say? Get you an education so you will get you a good job in his warehouse. Yeah, we want you to go ahead and work for Amazon. That's your good job. Mm-hmm. No, we don't want you to goddamn it start your own Amazon. No, we don't want you a black bitch like that. No, we don't want you to bitch, you know, airplanes like FedEx and shit. You trading with Africa, going over there with them natural resources from Africa, dealing with them. No, you can't do that shit. Nope, nope, nope. Let the Arabs keep doing that. Let the Arabs and shit keep fucking with the jewelry, the Jews. Uh-oh, I said something about them Jews. But uh, anyway, but we the real Jews anyway. Y'all know that story, so hell. But that's the business, man. We got to goddamn it tighten up. How long are we going to keep on doing this shit? We ain't keep on waiting on no motherfucker. I tell y'all, I'm not waiting on no motherfucker to jump out of no sky. I ain't doing it. I'm sorry. I just I just can't do it, man. I tried this shit now. I tried it. I was calling on Anu. I was calling on the Anunnaki. I was calling on Jesus. I was doing all... But then, you know what, one day I started reading that Torah and got to understand of the Torah. And then I started reading it, looking at the Torah. I'm like, hmm, wait a minute now. I stopped listening to what people were telling me, and I started looking at it. I'm like, wait a minute. Everything that y'all was saying, telling Moses them, he was telling them to go do it. He was telling, look, you go to this land that I'm giving you. You go clear this land now. You take them people up out there. You go to the land of Canaan. You get their ass up out of there. I'm giving you land. But you're going to go down. I'm not going to come down there and do nothing. You're going to go do it. I'm giving it to you. 
But I'm knowing everybody in the Torah, he was telling them to go get it. But then we get to the New Testament. Now we got to wait on motherfucking Jesus to come back. And that's what we wait. That's, that's why we ain't getting nowhere today because y'all know what? We still waiting on Jesus to come back. It's been 2,000 years. But if we take that approach like Moses, we go get this shit ourselves. Y'all waiting on our indigenous brother? We said this is our land. Them white folks ain't finna get that shit back. But you say, man, you want something? You better take it. White folks took it. Take your shit back. A nigga steal my, a motherfucker steal my bike. You think I'm finna wait till he, he get tired of riding it and shit, and then he gonna give it back to me? He probably don't tow, don't tow the motherfucker up. He, when he, he might leave the motherfucker on the side of the road. He don't tow it up. I don't want it. It ain't no good no more. Like America, it damn near ain't no good no more. We better take it back before these motherfuckers tear it up. It ain't going to be no good no more. I ain't going to wait on to get it back because white folk don't get shit back. They'll blow it up, destroy it before they get it back. That's what. That's how they. That's why they're trying to get the fuck off this planet. They're trying to go to Mars, the moon. They're trying to go somewhere. They'll make up a planet. They're trying to get the fuck out of here because they don't damn near fuck this planet up. So we got to take it back before they fuck it all the way up, mess up all the natural resources. Y'all see the climate, how it's out of whack, everything, the weather. We got to take our shit back, man, before, they, before they, they, they bend the rims on this motherfucker. Like the, like the bicycle, they're going to bend the rim on it. It ain't going to be no good no more. It, it, we, we on a, uh, what's the thing? We on the coronavirus now. The bike shop, damn, they, they closed. We can't hardly get no rims now. So we better get our bike back before they fuck the rim up because we can't get no rim due to, due to coronavirus. I remember Dr. York had said a long time, he said manifestation. They are the manifestation, man infestation. This is the word. The infestation of this planet, everywhere they go, they infect the world with disease, poison. Really, their doctrine is the poison of the fucking world. They the man who have infested this goddamn place. And a lot of black people are falling in line with this whole doctrine and infesting other black people with this shit. Come on, sisters and brothers. We got to do better than this. Like Brother Eric said to God, he's the God. We got to start acting like we're God. We better start acting like it. We got to start making shit manifest because I, I've seen, you know, through some different doctrines, it says God make things happen. He make things manifest. So we're going to say we are God. Treating of the most high God, the most high God. Y'all, we better start making shit manifest. So God just don't sit around. He didn't sit around twiddling his motherfucking thumb in the beginning like, man, Ooh, I got all this space. Ooh, it look good. I'm just going to leave this shit like this, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chill. I'm gonna lie. I like this empty space. You look at it in Zion like, man, hold up. Wait, what if I put this over here? All right, let me check this out. Let me see. Let me do this here. Bam. Ooh, that look good. Look at that sun. Man, that light bright. Number. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me put this. I need another light over here. Let me get this moon over here. Ooh. Bam. Ooh. Let me make this. Let me make this other planet right here. Bam. Let me put some people on it. Bam. Tree. Bop, bop. Make shit manifest. Brothers and sisters, we got to make shit manifest. We the gods. Ain't no use to having the God power. Because we said, like a lot of brothers said in the Hebrew, the paleo Hebrew, they said the Allahayim, which y'all say in Hebrew, I mean, y'all say in English, said God. The Allahayim, we said, mean power. What kind of power? What kind of power you got? Look, <laughs> man, you got a battery. We got like, It's like having a goddamn battery. Y'all know battery is power, energy, like a car battery. When you plug that motherfucker up, what it do? It energy, It lights up the car. It sends power through the car. Make that son of a bitch run. Let's turn this fucking energy, man, on this power. We got to make something happen so we can roll out. And since they're having no goddamn power, we can't use it. What good is goddamn power you ain't using? We said the word black power. Goddamn it, let's turn this motherfucking black power on and let's do something with it. 
Let me get justice in this house, man. That's what I'm just saying, man. I don't know, man. It's just me, y'all. I'm just sorry. It's just me. I want to see us do some stuff because I'm tired of talking about what we did good 5,000, 10,000 years ago, all that bullshit, and a lot of us, we got the potential to do the same shit today. We got right. the same potential, man. We the same people. That's it. We the same people, but we just got to do something with it. Peace there, Brother Justice. Peace there, Brother Justice. I knew you were last-minute man. See, I, uh, you're a Democrat. That's how y'all do it anyway. You sit back and you sit back and – no, I'm going to admit I ain't going to start with you, Justice. Peace to you, Justice. Peace, peace, beloved. Peace to the uh, audience. How you doing? Peace to the fan, family on the line and everything. I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Um, All right. I will go offer you some cognac, but I, you probably don't drink, though. <laughs> How you gonna get me some cognac? I'm all the way over here anyway. Oh man, they got they got email, bro. I'm gonna email it to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. I just I have a sip. Yes, I just mess with. I just messing with you. Go ahead, bro. My birthday coming up. I might have a swig of that cognac. I don't know. Oh yes, sir. Anyway, yes, sir. y'all been having the dynamic show, so. I like how the brother was talking about the militia and how they showed up there and they were so strong and all the sisters was, you know, strapped and strong and intimidating. Man, that just changed the game, man. That's that's a that's a that's a real big chess move. So I was just thinking, is that brother still on the line? Oh, yes sir, indeed. This yeah. brother uh brother but commander brother Drew. Hey, commander how you doing? Brother Hey, brother Justin, how you doing? Yeah. Yes, sir, man. Um, yeah, I, I like what you were saying tonight, and I was—it made me think of some things. Because the only way to pull something off like that is you have to organize, and y'all had to organize to make that happen. And I know where I'm at. People organize in different ways, and they end up all at this certain spot, or all it'd be five hundred dirt bikes or 500 uh those those uh maybe a couple hundred of those new those new little mobiles they had with the two wheels in the front and the one in the back you might catch a hundred or 200 of them just back to back or you might even right. catch 500 bicycle riders or 500 mopeds or whatever it is it's like a whole bunch you can't do nothing about it if you're the cops you just you just kind of witness them going past and doing what they're doing. And right. so they had to organize to make that happen. They didn't just show up. It was like the time when the coronavirus had just jumped off. All of a sudden, two or 300 bikes, uh, motorbikes just riding through the neighborhood. And everybody's thinking about coronavirus. But meanwhile, somebody organized hundreds of people to get together and just take a ride through the hood. On, on dirt bikes and stuff. When they popping wheelies, they got the four wheelers, they got the two wheeler bikes, they popping wheelies all over the place, and they loud and 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 it's it's a, it's uh it's a sight to behold in a sense because you know that the cops can't really do nothing about it and they don't like it, but they can't do anything about it. So they ride these streets like that here all day every day without no license or anything on these dirt bikes. They ride through the city maybe 10 or 15 or 20 of them at a time, 
And if the cops did decide to chase them, they just going to go all different ways. So what? They might catch one if they do, but they not probably even going to catch that one. So it was like what he was saying, I was thinking on the lines of organizing where you know how it's a lot of people in the neighborhoods being shot and killed. And even today over in Southwest Philly, I came on the block and it was taped off and it was cops and it was, you know, they was on the crime scene and everything. And then I went around the corner and somebody was telling me what happened around the corner and three young brothers was, was shot very badly. Two of them died and one is in critical condition. And this happened in broad daylight, sometimes something like three 30 in the afternoon or so. And so I was thinking on the lines of, um, a group like your group, sir, that could be an influence on the youth in order where they can have some unity in the sense where they're doing something constructive for the family or for the black family or for the neighborhood or the community where they're protecting each other. And I think what we need is guidance because they're not afraid to pack the weapons. They're not afraid to shoot at each other. And I would think that if they knew that they had some structure and some organization that the same kind of people that's killing each other in the hood could could be trained and taught to be actual defenders of the neighborhood instead of the ones that's doing all the violence to each other in the neighborhood. You have anything on that? Am I? Am I? Can I? Can you help me out on that, uh, Commander? Oh, okay. You know where I mean, I'm this going what with I would this? Say, yes, sir, brother Justin. That's what I would say. You know, I know uh, our youth need something to to redirect their energy. So this is, you know, and, and for right now they 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 well on. But like you said, they're using their arms in the wrong areas. So this one, this mm-hmm. one, I would suggest that, that you get a, together with a few brothers and sisters and tell brothers and sisters because I tried this before. It works like 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 madness. I said, hey, y'all want to shoot? And people, I mean, you go out past some flyers that y'all want to shoot. We go into the gun range. A lot of brothers and sisters don't know about the gun range to release their energy. That's you know right. what I mean? They don't know about that. So we did. I tried that, man, and it was youth coming out of everywhere, man. They like, yeah, yeah, let's go shooting. See, they think mm. they got to shoot each other. But we got to give them something else to shoot. Uh, let's first start out. Let's go to the gun range and and, and get your perfection together. And then okay. you get them in that area. You start getting them in the gun range. Then you start telling them, hey, man, you know we ain't the enemy. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, right. we ain't the enemy. And we killing each other, and everybody else killing us, man. What's gonna be left? Who gonna protect your mama, your sister? Your wife, if we keep on dying, if the black man is gone, who's going to protect them? So first of all, we got to give them something else to shoot at. So I would, I would say, you know, I suggest uh, getting a, a shooting club together. You see what I'm saying? Get a shooting club. Yeah, Let I me do. give you somewhere else to put these bullets at. And then from there, you start giving them the education to uh, to uh, change their mind, you know, and, and, and what they're doing, you know, because a lot of people ain't heard that we're not the enemy. A lot of people hadn't heard that somebody else want us to kill each other, make the job easier for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, first you get them, you get them all on one accord. Let's go shooting. 
I mean, man, if you put a flyer out there and say, who want to shoot, you'll see how many people going to say, yeah, I want to shoot. <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. I did it. And, uh, yeah. and uh, so from there, that gives you the power to start educating the brothers and sisters, hey, y'all been doing the wrong thing. And, you know, you got unpinned energy. Okay, let's go to the shooting range. Okay, you got unpinned energy. Let's uh, go join the militia. So now you're giving them a place to go and use their talents or use their weapons because a lot of people, for some reason, you know, they growing up playing all these games, the call of duty, this and that. They want a man and they buying guns. When people start buying guns, they want to use those guns. Trust me. When they buying guns and one buying bullets, they ain't buying it just to buy it. They want to shoot it. So now you got to give them away. Uh, you got to give my avenue where you gonna shoot it at. And so uh, they so misguided right now. And somebody step on their toe. Hey, I bought the bullet just for your ass tonight. So we got to change mm. change that mentality, brothers and sisters. Hey, we're gonna go to the gun range. You're gonna learn how to shoot, and then from there you're gonna from learning how to shoot, we're gonna learn who to shoot. <laughs> hey, that's mm. where we go now. That's that, that's what I would say, brother brother Justice. Uh, that's uh, a great answer. Great answer. And so I think that people are waking up and that these young folks that have all these different websites and they be on uh, Facebook and a lot of them are, they consider themselves gangster or, you know, in that, in that area of living. So, if they, if someone would have a, a site and, and he was a credible person, that people could get some information about going to the gun range and saying, look, you know, we could change it up and start going and, and getting together, and then a whole bunch of people can get together and learn um, safety and you know how the gun works and how to do what you got to do and. Right. Target practice and all that—that that would be good and key, and and so I, I just think like a young person that is, is is tied up with the internet real good, and he got followers, maybe hundreds or even thousands. That type of person can shape and help to create a, a new idea on on the outlook of how they view each other and what how important it is to protect yourself in the right way and not succumb to being angry and killing somebody when you could have possibly resolved it without doing that um, with the gun. So it's a lot that goes in it when you're talking about trying to raise the youth and get, get them to a mature level of thinking to where they're not thinking in a sporadic way where any little thing like a step on your shoe will set them off to where they want to at least to at least take right. your whole life because they, you got your shoe dirty or something. Like we got to create a different mindset in our people that no one's life uh, should be taken. Not unless that your life is being threatened or, you know, right. you're defending yourself or something instead of just, being mad, pulling out your gun because you're mad. You talk and they talking to you, and you know how people talk. And then they they actually um, challenge each other, or even, or you know, like huh, I dare you to shoot me. I dare you to pull. Like he's gonna pull his faster or something. And the person get mad, they shoot you, and then it's over. So these these little um, misguided aggression, aggressive behavior towards each other is the thing that we need to try to come back. 
And like I said, a young person's website who has followers who may be doing dumb shit on his site now, but can be taught to to teach people that following him. He got a whole bunch of fools that love Little Wayne and all these other people that they listen to, Young Jock or who, whoever it is for the time that we living in now. You know, they following these people and they may be talking all that gun like stuff and and devaluing their lives and not caring and don't give a f and all this stuff then those are the ones that need to have the most influence. They need to be affected the most and for them to understand that you need to grow in your mind and you need to to understand that you have the ability to live longer than what you think you're going to live. Like some people think, oh, I'm only going to live to be 21. I'm only going to live to be 25. I don't think I never thought I would see 30. So those type of ideas and mindsets, those are the ones we need to eradicate and change and let them understand your life is, is, is invaluable and it's a gift from the creator and that no one has the right to kill you or you don't have the right to kill anyone, not unless someone is trying to take your life. And, and Brother Justin, you said a key word earlier. You said when you said the word influence, and that is key. Like a lot of sisters and brothers that's out here, we talk about in the street, a lot of their influence uh, by somebody, you know, television, rap videos, and all these movies, like, perpetuate this violence. So uh, on a positive level, I said to the positive people, we have to be better at uh, trying to put positive image, I mean, uh, images, because images is very important putting uh, positive images out here and, and so we can be a better influence on them. Show them that ain't the way. And I did and encourage man these young brothers and sisters out here. Or, and and, and there was a young brother man um on our job. You know, he came came in as temporary. I think he said he was uh man, what their young brother said he was twenty two, I think. Every I always seen him every morning he come in, man, good spirit. And I was you know, what how you doing, sir? How you doing? He give you a dap and all that. I mean he just had this spirit. He was like real polite, just not only polite, man. He's like he was sparky, man. Like full of energy and hey, sir, how you doing? I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. And he can't like, but then I, then they finally, and I see him every morning. But then they finally went on hiring. He came to the temporary. They finally hired him. And I seen him. I said, man, they got you in. He's like, yes, sir, yes, sir. I said, man, good. You deserve it, brother. Then I and I then I walked away from him. Then I came back. I said, man, you something, brother. How old are you? I said, you don't mind, man. He's like, I'm twenty. I think he said he's twenty one. And I said, you know what, because I've seen that energy, his attitude, man, great attitude, though. I said, brother, you know what? I said, see, brother like you, I said, see, you you, you really show that all the youth, our youth are not messed up. I said, I just kind of observe and see, you know, speak to you and stuff like that. I said, man, the thing about it, like, people want to give up on our youth and say, oh, man, these young people out here wild. I said, no, it's not. I said, y'all just have to, man, be our elders, we have to do a little bit better, and a lot of people, we from giving y'all the influence and the guidance. I said, but you, brother, I said, man, I'll be seeing you peeping y'all, brother. I said, your attitude, the way your attitude is, brother, it's going to take you a long way. Don't let nobody take you away from the attitude and the positivity that you have. I see, man, you be sparking cool. Yes, sir, I appreciate that. I said, yes, sir. Young brother. So we have to, man, even when they just encourage it, even when they doing good, still we have to encourage it, brother. I see you, I see you, brother. Hey, keep up that good attitude. And then some of my young brothers, we still have to encourage them because they're getting encouraged and influenced by negativity, by bad influence, by some fool they hanging out with. 
And I, I ain't gonna lie, I had a young brother when I was doing dirt because I started seeing shit. I, I said, brother, I was doing dirt out here that I was influencing young brother. It wasn't a good thing. I ain't trying to say that it was good, bad. It was bad, but I got to use it as they say in the church as a testimony. And I hated that, that shit because I've seen brothers that that looked at the stuff I was doing and thought that was cool. So I was influencing. So now I try my damn this man to try to be a. a positive influence on somebody. So we do have a lot to have a lot of great influence. These TV shows and like I said, that's why I kept mentioning about the Breakfast Club. A lot of these millennials, what they call millennials, young folks, they listen to that. And they hearing that foolish and they think that's cool. That's the thing to be. So we like I said, there's a lot that goes into man that's what we need to be doing to try to change what's happening. But we as long as we have a lot of people, so-called blacks, who just don't have that I don't give a damn attitude, that's the problem, that I don't give a damn attitude. These are not my children. These ain't my kids. These ain't my folks. What happened to that whole thing where you just say, man, it take a village to raise a child type thing? These, you live in the neighborhood. You see the shit that's going on with these children. I don't care. I tell you, man, my, my where I live in, man, I, I'm going to let y'all get back in here, though. Like, I remind the street, just the street I stay in, a couple of houses. I see any goddamn thing going on. Your ass walking through here, like my my neighbor dog. I'm gonna tell you, it's a trip. My neighbor dog, even her dog, she know if your ass don't live on this street. Now we we be tripping off that. My neighbor, that dog know if your ass don't live on this street. How she know who else don't live on this goddamn street? I don't know. One like she heard somebody walking through here. He was searching through people's car. I heard a barking, and she was like, wait a minute, this dog don't bark. Goddamn, let somebody outside. This is what I look out. Here's somebody going through, searching through people's cars and shit, trying to break in the car. You know, I get up. I'm I'm watching the motherfucker. So I'm going to, you know, I ain't going to tell y'all what I tried to do, what I did. But anyway, so I went, you know, let alert my neighbor them and shit like that what went on. And then, like, even my neighbor, I came home the other day, he got a van. Parked out there in front of the house. He keeps his like lawnmowers and shit in it. I came out and said, Hey, hold up, man. His door open. I know I look over there. Hey, cars and shit gone. So what I do, I go to the water van and I take pictures. I'm on the because I'm on the seat. I want them to see this shit. Hey, man, your door was open. So I took pictures of it. When knocked on the door, wasn't nobody at home. So I shut the door back to the van. So when I seen him, he did come home, I went over there. Hey, bro, uh, hey, man, I seen your van door open. And he was like, oh, yeah, my son, man, he forgot and left it open or something. He had said that something had happened. I was like, oh, okay. I said, man, see, I had took pictures of it every time. I'll let you know. So me, the real I'm saying is this. I'm observing. Even though it ain't my motherfucking house, it ain't my whatever, anything go around in this, in this neighborhood, I see anything that's be, I'm observing. Anything, because I live here. The motherfucker will break in my neighbor's house, he'll come to my house. He'll go steal shit out of my neighbor yard, he'll come to my house. And I have it, and it have happened. So that's why I said, man, all this snitches get stitches and shit. Fuck it. Well, I'm going to get me some stitches. I'm going to get me some stitches. Again, we don't want the police coming in here. That's what, what uh, uh, that brother Grandmaster Jay was saying. Again, like, and now people don't know this. I probably, y'all don't know this, but he was talking about they got pictures about. Y'all heard about the uh, eight-year-old girl got shot in Atlanta and got killed in Atlanta? Now they got pictures now. They painted them on a surveillance camera. And they got the pictures up showing who he is. They got, I think he had like an AR-15. I want to say that's what it was. It might be something, but it was it was assault rifle. Shot in the car and shot this little eight-year-old girl, innocent eight-year-old girl, and took her life. But Grandmaster Jay was saying himself, man, hey, he got on that head. Y'all know, y'all know who he is. I wish I could play the damn thing, but like I said, this damn thing ain't acting right tonight. Y'all know who 
this person is. That's what Grandma J came out on his Instagram was saying. Because see, now he got to use his influence. And anybody else like that, y'all know who it is. Hey, y'all need to, goddammit, get his ass. Hey, turn his ass in, whatever. Y'all, like, he might be right. sitting in the house. Y'all might be sitting right next to this motherfucker. Y'all know who he is. Turn his ass in. He killed the eight-year-old girl. Y'all know he killed this eight-year-old baby. Y'all know this, this no good fool sitting here. And, and y'all ain't, y'all covering for him? Come on, man. And, and, and it's like, so he got to put pressure on him. He's using this influence. Hey, get his ass. Because like he was saying, y'all talk about y'all don't want the police in here. We need to start uh, self-policing. Hey, get his ass. He killed the innocent baby. Turn his ass in. Like, and I like what he said, too, though. He said, hey, don't make us put a bounty on his ass. And, Brother Drew, I, please help me out with this one. Y'all remember the story with George Zimmerman? Brother Drew, can you tell us about that? Remember the bounty that put on George Zimmerman? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think it was about uh, $50,000 that uh, the Panther Party put on his head. Yes, sir. Y'all, y'all hear? Cause, and, what, and why would the bounty put on their head, sisters and brothers? Why? Because you remember they, they they said they had a warrant out of them, but they were pretending they can't find them. They don't know what George Zimmerman was, and it was awfully funny. They right. put the bounty on his head. The motherfucker popped up all of a sudden and got arrested. And y'all think I'm not? Let me give y'all another instance. Now, even we'll talk about with this stuff with George, uh, George Floyd. You know, and I, I, you know, even though we know a lot of stuff, they was talking about, well, we don't have enough evidence to arrest them and all of this stuff. Ain't enough evidence. We even with the camera now, even with all these camera shots they saw, they started tearing shit up. The next day, oh well, they've been arrested. Oh, okay, they've been arrested. Now they're gonna start tearing shit up. And I'm gonna give y'all another one. Now, my memory served me correct. The uh, uh, um, the not fucking around coalition. Uh huh. Yeah. Went. Y'all remember Ahmaud Arbery? The situation with Ahmaud Arbery. This ain't just Stone Mountain went the first time that they popped up on the scene. You remember they went down to Brunswick. They went to the Bowser's house. Yeah, they went to the goddamn people's houses. Y'all remember that? They, the motherfuckers hadn't been arrested yet, but they went to their house. I remember I seen the video where they went to their house knocking on the fucking door. They went all over in the backyard. It was all around the goddamn house. What happened? They goddammit got arrested. They got arrested. There. See, this is what I'm saying. So you got to put pressure on these motherfuckers because they ain't going to do it by themselves. So we had like this. We talking about y'all to my community me, even when black on black crime. Hey, like, man, hey, y'all know who did this shit, man. They killed they killed their little four-year-old baby. They killed their little six-year-old baby, man. Hey, hey, bro, all that stitches get stitches shit. Fuck that shit. Y'all don't want the white man coming in here. That y'all think y'all don't trust them. Hey, do the right goddamn thing. Then, hey, bro, we can't even keep allowing this shit to happen, man. Turn his ass in. Yeah, and yeah, y'all leave you know, it to me, goddamn it. I'd be like, hey, y'all don't want me to catch. Y'all don't want us to catch. We have a little coalition. I'm just making up something now, y'all. Look, we know who it is. We gonna go get him. Y'all better hope. Y'all better hope we find his ass for the police catch him. <laughs> just, they'll be about that. I said we're going to kill nobody, but you need to do so many innocent babies out here. I said, look, y'all better get let the police get them, or y'all better hope we don't find his ass. That would be my thing. You better, you look, I ain't got them to one goddamn. Because that would be my. Y'all don't want to turn his ass in? I will find him. But he's going to wish the police had got his ass first. Because y'all little motherfucker want to go out here and you want to do all this shit, killing the innocent babies and shit, man? You want to be ignorant? Hey, okay, we're going we gonna to teach you a lesson first. We ain't going to kill you, no. We ain't going to do none of that. We're going to teach your ass a lesson. 
And then the community going to hear, hey, man, like you said, hey, man, don't be fucking around with here, bro. Don't be going around that city, man. Hey, bro, them motherfuckers, them folk there, they probably put your ass in a little shit for a while, man. Hey, they going to, hey, don't don't go around there stealing in that neighborhood, bro. Don't go over there, dude. Uh-uh. They got a, man, they got a group over there that don't play. They worse than the police. The police don't even come over there because they know they got that. They got that neighborhood sold up. You don't do no crime over there. It's like going in a goddamn white folk gated community. You ain't going to go in a white folk gated community because you know what? Because soon they see your ass, you look like you're a misfit. They calling the police on your ass or the security going to be following your ass. Hey, get your ass from over here. Ain't no stealing over here. So that's what we got to do. We don't even need no damn gated up. We just start looking and like, hey, bro, uh-uh. I'm bringing this shit over here stealing this shit. Because you know what I'm saying? Y'all better understand this black community, man. Because I don't think we really understand. Like, we talk about finances. I hear so many people talk about finances, economics all the time. And sometimes this shit get on my goddamn nerves. Because it's like, if all black folk want to talk about getting money, getting money, getting money. And ain't nothing wrong with getting money. Y'all don't, don't take me wrong with that shit. Because we need money, like I said, because we got to fund our organization. We got to fund different stuff. Don't get me wrong on that. But sometimes, man, and, and what I'm going is with this one, you got, you're buying a house. When you're buying a house, you probably bought it in the neighborhood. It was probably pretty cool. But then you got a lot of high crime going on in your neighborhood and all of this type of thing going on. You all know your property value going to go down on that house. And it'll be hard. You probably want to start selling because the crime going up. You want to sell it and get the hell out of there. You know, you're really not going to get your money for that, for that damn house because what? The crime rate. The crime rate going to make your shit go down. Your investment. So y'all gotta start, we got to start looking at uh, even – and then some people don't care. They don't even look at all of this. But you even got to look at that. All of that shit adds up. So you talk about finances and economics. That's why white folks ain't going to let you come in there. Some people, not just white folks, but I see some people, black folks do. They ain't going to have all that. They paying 100 somewhere. Well, some, some of the parts I live at, y'all. It's, I know it's different areas around the, you know, the uh, United States. But father, here you come by a hundred thousand dollar house, man. It'd probably be like a big ass mansion that you probably get in Beverly Hills, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, here in the city of Melville. You think them folks gonna let all that crime come over there, man? Hundred some thousand dollar house, all this crime and shit going on in their neighborhood. Hit that hundred some thousand dollar house, they can't even get twenty five thousand for the motherfuckers. So much crime. You think they finna let their investment and shit go down? No, sir. So we got to start even paying attention to that type of shit, man. Everything counts. Everything counts. That's why most people say they get some money. They want to get the hell out of the hood. You know, hey, but I know some black neighborhood man around here, brother. Hey, it's nice gated. It's, it's, it, it's, it's like it's a, it's a trip because around it, the AKA hood surrounded. And it's black neighborhood, you know, hey, professional people. They never like that. I'm not finna leave. I ain't got to leave the hood. They just buy that little area. Don't nobody go in there messing with nothing. Still, nice houses, nice pretty houses. So, man, you know, all this counsels and brothers, like I said, even, though, and, and, and even talking about business, even here in the city, man, they had a mall. used to be a nice mall years ago, and it just about ran down. So they had some people. This lady, um, black sister named Janet Fuller Love, she wanted to bring some because she living in this area. Uh, Whitehaven community. She wants to bring something back to that mall. Job, I mean not job, where jobs will come, but uh, like movie theaters and all of this type of stuff, healthcare centers and all of this to fix that mall up. She fought hard for that for a while. So they finally had 
uh, got the black mayor to agree to it. You know, they finally got some funding, a couple of million dollars. They was going to fix it up. They showed the blueprint, how they were going to lay it out. Uh, it was going to be nice. But the crime rate in that area got real high gang shooting. They clearly say a lot of shootings and murders and killing right in that area. Man, like every other damn day. You know what happened? The investors, the investors pulled out because of the crime. That mall not just still sitting there. And a lot of other malls just pull out. Because you know why? Because people are not going to invest in something where there's a hot, hell of a lot of crime. Businesses. And, and here's what y'all better pay attention. Some people be cheerleading about that bullshit where they was tearing up shit in, in these black communities through this riding. What happened with George Floyd? They tearing up, burning down a lot of shit. A lot of those businesses are not going to come back. Because why? Wow, you're tearing up shit. You're burning up stuff. You think I'm going to put my money into a neighborhood that's going to tear it up? I'm going I'm to constantly lose money? i tell you all about the Kroger's that was here. They, was, they started shutting down because there was so much stuff where people were stealing. Stealing, shoplifting, yeah, even employees. So we got to think about a lot of this stuff. Even if we want to have a business, would you think about you want to set your own business up in your neighborhood with a lot of high crime? There's a black business over here. They got a smoothie shop. It's, it's 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 sad, but this is some shit we gotta. Have, but we gotta change the behavior because like we gotta have these uncomfortable conversations to talk about it. They broke into this. You know, as hard as it is to start some black-owned business, we talk about we gotta have them and support them. But this this a black-owned business smoothie place. They got their business broken in twice. They went in and stole the, the uh, TVs and all of that in the hood, trying to put it in the neighborhood and hope the black people support. They was breaking into it at least twice, hurting them big, hurting the business, stealing their products, just opening. So that was we 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 have to have these uncomfortable conversations, whether we like it or not. You like the topic, you you know you feel it, it might hit a little sensitive area, which sit your ass down and still listen. Like I said, when I had to to the breakfast club, I was pissed. I didn't want to hear that that sickness, that pause, and they was they was pushing out, but I had to listen to it because I need to know what people. The 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 uh, what people are uh, espousing out here. I need to hear it because I don't. I can't speak against some I don't know. Because somebody said, "Man, did you hear what you got? What they trying to teach on?" No, nah, but I I don't want to hear that shit. Damn, brother, come on, man. Because I hear a lot of people just with their opinion. I don't want to. I can't do my opinion. You know, you have your opinion, but I need to be factual on something. You know, I, like I said, I ask a brother all the time. We had these goddamn debates back and forth a lot of time. I said, brother, man, you got to look up the facts. Look this stuff. Look up this. Look up that. Look up that. Well, my opinion, I said, man, fuck that, man. Hey, it, it, facts outweigh opinion any goddamn day. Facts outweigh opinion. Your, sometimes your opinion count on certain days, but, like, facts outweigh that any given day. Everybody got a goddamn opinion. But we have to deal with facts on certain things. So, like I said, man, hey. Um, we, that's why we got to sit down and have these uncomfortable conversations. Whether you like it or you like it, that's why they call it uncomfortable conversation. Whether it offend you, because certain things, man, I'm telling y'all, man, when I was out here doing wrong and brother started pulling my coattail on something, I got offended. But, you know, it was for, for my betterment, though. When I looked at it, like, you know what? That brother right. You know what, bro? I appreciate you, bro, bringing it to my attention, man. I really appreciate that, man, because, you know, I, I ain't even just, you know, know I was doing this type of shit, man. I, I really didn't think about it, man. I'm just trying to, I'm kicking it. I'm seeing other folks doing it. I'm just in with the crowd. 
you know, and brothers might have came hard, man. Sometimes I tell y'all it's men, man. That's why I like to say, you know, as as we look at you talking about the militias and military type formation. And I, mean, and I got to throw this to now. Some of y'all heard, because I heard people saying about Grandmaster Jay, the language that he was speaking. Oh, man, his language and all of this stuff. I seen a little post on Facebook, his language and all of that. Let me tell y'all something. You would join that fucking white man's army. And I'm going to say the white man's army. The Europeans, you would join his fucking army. They get all in your face, say all kind of shit to you. Father, talk about your mama, your grandmama, all kind of talk hard to you. You ain't gonna say a mumbling motherfucking word. Sir, yes, sir, sir, yes, sir, 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 yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Call out the motherfucking order. Call out the motherfucking Just like he told you. Just like he. Oh, I get faint back. That's what you're gonna do. But you know what you what else gonna happen when you get in a in a military? You get in a militia or black gun club amongst your own. Man, that nigga ain't be talking to me like that. He got me fucked up. Man, he got me fucked up. Who don't you think he hollering at? But you, you won't learn discipline among your own, but you get in their motherfucking army where you talking about fighting for freedom and then you come home and still get called niggas and coons and all that shit. And, uh, you would take his order. But when a brother trying to teach you discipline amongst your own, uh, you don't want to hear that. Now, nah, I got to leave. I'm going to start my own little group because I ain't finna be taking no orders from them. I ain't finna be, nah, they ain't, uh-uh, hell no. Nah. He got me messed up. I'd rather start my own group. You got to learn some other. We got to learn discipline, brothers and sisters. So, yeah, that's what I love about being a leader. You got to learn how to be disciplined. You can't be no motherfucking leader if your ass don't know how to be disciplined. You don't learn how to be disciplined. How are you going to lead somebody else and you can't even follow nobody else to learn discipline? Because even to be a leader, you got to be disciplined. Sir. You just can't run out here and run in your goddamn mouth about everything. Because, like, just say, instance, something happened and they come TV, TV uh, crew want to put the goddamn camera in your face. You better not just run out here just running your mouth saying everything. You got to have certain discipline. No certain shit you can you you shouldn't say on camera. Shit you should say. Just give them. You got to be have discipline, brother and sister. Everybody can't run out here and be no leader. It take a fucking lot to do it. But you got to learn how to be disciplined, man. That's what we got to have, man. Learn the discipline, brother. You're disciplined yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with following following behind. I mean, order. you got to have a good follower. I mean, good leader, though. Follow behind any goddamn crazy that, but ain't nothing wrong with, but you got a good leader, and this person, you see they discipline, you see they had right leadership, ain't nothing wrong with that. Shit, you follow, because hey, one day you might get to be in that position, but you got to learn all these different steps, man. Discipline yourself, learning command, following the orders. And that's what a lot of people have problems with. That's why everything is so goddamn wild out here. But, you know, that's just one thing. You, you said something, Brother Justin? I was about to okay. say. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You made me think of, there. you made me think of something that the commander, he might can touch on, too, about yes, having a a youth uh, neighborhood army where they learn these tactics and these trainings and all this stuff. And then they can be the, um, the go-to for things that go down in the neighborhood. Like they can be like, okay, they were talking about defunding police. So if we had some kind of a force in the neighborhood that was from the neighborhood that was trained, like military, 
young brothers, 17 and up, you know, and they learn all these things like the army learns and, and then they can patrol the neighborhood where they need to patrol them or, or at least be able to react to a situation when it happens. So I would just think that just made me think of that maybe the possibility of somebody who had some military training, they could have become a captain or the high ranking people in the military that can come back to the neighborhoods and train the youth to be a army neighborhood. I mean, a neighborhood army force that could protect the neighborhood and protect, um, even, different things that might happen in your city where there might be a sports event trolling or if it's um, a funeral or any type of processions of any kind that this type of a military force from that are people from the neighborhood. Like, well, all I see is these white boys that are not from the neighborhood. It'd be 10 or 12 of them, and they just stand in there all together when they come together and they want to talk and meet up with each other. It's not even one brother in that whole group, and ain't none of these dudes from the neighborhood at all. So it would make more sense to me if we could train people in the neighborhoods to be the protectors in the neighborhoods. Then we wouldn't need these white cops coming through our neighborhoods who don't understand us as a people patrolling us and then um, mistreating us and prejudging us and killing us where if we were to uh, patrol our own neighborhoods that we would do that to ourselves because we, we don't do that to ourselves on the police force. We don't see cops, black cops killing um, um, unarmed white people and we don't see black cops killing white cops. So it would just make sense to me. I don't know what you think on that, Commander. Oh, man, that's a good uh, good observation. And, 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 you know, I was just thinking, man, now, we were just mentioning it, we get them to the gun range. So you just maybe now I can tie it all together. You you just brought it all okay. together. Okay, we get them to the gun range first. And, uh, and they learn to shoot and say, hey, man, y'all got all this energy. Won't y'all uh, start patrolling y'all neighborhoods? I want to send y'all to a group. Now, you see what I'm saying? Then we're going to send you to the group that can help train you even further. So now you send them to the militia. Now, the militia get them in. See, when I first joined the uh, New Black Panther Party about 30 years ago, I thought I was going to come in and just straight start shooting, man. They said, hey, bro, now the first thing we're going to do is give you a book. I said, a book? What the hell I want with a book? I want to shoot. They said, bro, we got to condition your mind to make sure you're ready to shoot. So now, <laughs> See, now exactly we've got two cold. <laughs> yep. That's it. Now, now we got okay. Now you send him to the militia. The militia put a book in his hand. Now we start educating them. Hey, you see the errors of your ways. You see who we are. See who you are. Now you got a purpose. And see, well, that's what I used to tell a lot of brothers. You want to be something? You don't think you nothing? Nobody. I mean, I I used to get brothers said, man, I ain't got nothing going on. I said, you know what you can be? He said, what? A soldier. I used to just tell him just like that. I gave, I gave motherfucker now. You you a motherfucker now. Man, you a soldier. You ain't no no. You, you thought you wasn't nobody. Well, guess what you have now? A soldier. And so now we redirect their energy. And sometimes you have to use a positive manipulation to get them in in, in order. So that was very very good, brother Justice. Uh, that's how you do it. Take them to the gun range, and when they now take them to the militia, and the militia gonna take them to the books. Then the militia gonna let them know who they are. Now they are gonna be patrolling their neighborhoods. 
Like Paul. Yeah. Yes, sir. And Brother Jesse, and what you were saying, I kind of touched on that a little bit earlier in the show. That's why I said, notice you have like already what you said, like the, like like we are the Black Militia Nation. You have other other gun. You have gun clubs and things of this nature that's around there. See, that's why it's, it's instead of like people criticizing what you're saying, get with those groups, learn about them, try to get with one of those and ask them. Like you saying, you might have a vent. You might want to hire one of those. Get one of those. Hey man, uh, hey brother, you think man, I can uh. Pay y'all, man, I got to let function, man. I need some security. I see y'all train and everything. I know y'all got y'all permits, X, Y, Z. Hey, man, can I get for y'all some dollars, man, secure this event I got? That's how you start. Because they already trained. Like I said, a lot, and here's what y'all understand. A lot of brothers that's in the militias and gun clubs, like you said, just they are military. They are ex-military. So what you were speaking about, ex-military. So get this side learning, learning what if you have a gun club in your area, Black gun club in your area or black militia in your area, hey, start finding that out and try to, you know, see what you can get. And then, like I said, for youth training, some of the militia, we already have youth. We do youth training. We did a camp, what, about 2016, I still remember. Well, we had the youth out there training with us. So right. that, that that already that, that happens a lot. They, they, they get out there learn the first aid and all of that stuff. You know, they did the, the, the jogging and running and the hurdles and everything with us. So, yeah, so we, you know, hey, so just get to know, man, find out when in your area in Philly, if what militia or gun club in your area, hell, if it ain't one in there, you might want to find out how you can get a child and start you one. That's one thing. We'll get into a lot of that tomorrow, though. Like I said, coming on 7 p.m., we get into a lot of that, and that's one thing, but it's out here. So, like I said, when you, when you have a black militia, don't get scared because you say a black militia or a black gun club. Somehow people get scared. That's your security force. You get, that's really right. your security. Right. You want Can to I touch say on that, Brother Go ahead, Brother. Yeah, go ahead. I want to yeah. touch on that. And I'm, I'm glad you said that, Brother Surrey, because uh, a lot of people don't understand in the Constitution that they gave us, they said you have the right to form a militia. And let me tell you what's the difference. Now, if you form yes, anything sir. else other than calling yourself a militia, you can be labeled a terrorist group. You form something called uh, Brothers with uh, Guns. That can be called a terrorist group. But in your constitution, it said you have a right to form and militia. So they say you got the right to do that. That's not a bad word. They understand that language. So, uh, yes, you know, and it's legal. So, like I was telling the brothers, a lot of things that we do, man, we hadn't lost one brother to jail or nothing because we know the laws of every city and every state that we're going to go to, and we're going to uh, work ourselves within them laws. And, and self-defense is the word, but so as long as we, nobody's not threatening us, ain't nobody going to jail. I mean, I mean, so understanding the laws and understanding the Constitution and work this sucker to make you legal. So everybody got a right to form a militia. It is legally uh, ordained under the Constitution. So, But you form something else, it can be labeled then. But if you call yourself in a militia, they have to respect the right of that name. I'll pause right there. Yes, sir. And I'm going to give you a, a quick definition, Justin. Now, this is coming from one district area here, but I'm going to yeah. It said a militia, uh, I should have known off the top of my head, which I do too, but it says a reserve military force that is on call for service only in an emergency. Now, think about it. Let's go back to Saturday again. Just mention Saturday. 
4th of July, as they say July, it was an emergency because what the brother said, we had to, the Klan was threatening to start on the 4th of July going out and shooting black folks. Notice, go back again, it was an emergency. So that was, so that was an emergency. You had this military force called militia gun clubs. We went out like, oh, okay, here we go. And that's what I think is, like I said, to go out. That's why I was telling another brother today, well, how come the, you know, the militias he was bringing around, whatever, what, they need to go to Chicago and start doing this, that, and another. I said, brother, let me ask you something. Now, do, uh, do you see the, the, the National Guards or anything running up and down the street right now, just running up and down the street every day on another? You're like, no. I said, you see the police and all of this shit, right? I said, yeah. I said, that's us. We like the National Guard. We only we we'll pop up on the ass when it's like the real state of emergency, like like what was going on. Like you have other other structures, other organizations that can be working in the community to do something. You got a lot of them. They say they working for the betterment of the community, but are they really? Like I said, our thing we training is like I said, educate. Like I said, brother, give them the books, educate themselves. They got to get knowledge themselves, though they don't know what the hell they really fighting for, and they understand All why. Right. Yes, sir. I mean to cut you off. Finish your statement. Go ahead. <laughs> now go ahead, brother. But, okay. but I said, but yeah, but, that, but right. you do have a military. You have militias. I don't know. Make me forget, and, and and we'll find out what's in your area. If it ain't one, brother, you want to start one. We'll holler. We'll holler at you on it tomorrow. <laughs> but go ahead. All right. How about? Good. All right. There's dirt bike going by. I had to <laughs> let it go by. I can't talk when it's too loud. All right. Check it yeah. out. Right. You guys made me think of something. Every time I come back on that line, I come up with a new thought that I was thinking that was created by the conversation. Yes, so I'm going to throw these at you or this at you right here, uh, Commander. What do you think about somehow we go online and start, you know, like uh, uh, make something go viral and then we can start up, uh, we call it a youth black scout. And youth black scouts are probably trained uh, on the lines of the Boy Scouts, but being able to learn how to use weaponry at the same time, you know, it's just a little bit better than the Boy Scouts. You know what I'm saying? Learn all this Boy Scout stuff, but then the black scouts are specialized in karate and and are knowing how to use the use weapons too. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that? That's a good idea, man. I mean, as long as you can come up with somewhere to redirect our youth energy, that's a very good idea. And and, and that that's that's something you know I I hadn't heard nobody do. I mean, that's that'd be very great, you know, brother Justice. I'm I just see I see the shit in my mind now when you said it. So that'd be very great. I can see that. Yeah. So uh, I don't kind of speechless because I can see it and it's messing up my speech, but uh. That would be very great, man, to get the brothers and sisters somewhere to redirect their energy. And I think you just hit it right on the nail. Uh, hey, you know what I mean? Because every mother and every parent understand the Boy Scout. So you tell them, hey, we creating a Black Scouts to uh, redirect our energy to our children so they can have a, a focus pattern whether to re- redirect their positive energy and lose their negative energy. And I can't see no parent wouldn't want their child to be a part of the Black Scouts. I mean, man, I think you just hit something real great. It, it, it discombobulated me for a second. I mean, hey, man, sometimes the answer is right in, in front of us. And uh, great, great observation, brother. Peace. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, thank you very much. Um, it just comes from 
opening up the third eye and just following the words coming from the brothers as we build and just the thoughts come. And I know that if you agree and we just kick it around the table like the great wise scientists did to each other, and then we agree upon what it is and then we make it manifest. Uh, yes, sir. That's a great idea, man. I mean, I can just see, you know, that's that'll be really great for directing that towards the uh, adolescents, 12-year-olds. See, what we want to do, we want to get these brothers before they get corrupt. And, and, and that, that I mean, and then, see, at 12, they still uh, manageable. They still uh, influence. They still, uh, you know, they hadn't been corrupt yet. So you still can bring them brothers, hey, man, you know, you, you're a black scout. And black scouts don't do this. Black scouts don't do this. Black scouts learn how to survive. Black scouts learn how to protect their family. Now we now we starting to shape their minds and their thoughts. Hey, brother, you just hit something real great right there, brother Justin. Uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm thinking uh, and made my whole energy change. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, and Justin, bro, you got some more questions now. Make sure you write them down. Well, you probably ain't got to write them down, but you will you have them to tomorrow too. Cause I know we got a couple of minutes. Have them tomorrow. Cause we're gonna have a whole show going into some stuff probably. Uh, instructions on how to do bug out bags and and other best stuff. How to prepare yourself and uh, make p- preparation lists. If you and your family got to get the hell out your house in time, there's a fire or something. Hey, just how to you know structure. We can go a lot of stuff tomorrow. But yeah, that is that is a good idea. And, and what you were saying, Jesse, because you know what? Think about it. Something I was thinking about. You know how they say if you don't raise your child or stay to raise them, you know they by putting them in jail. If you don't do, because I remember when which I was talking about that the camps. Because I remember they had a choice. They was giving the children. I don't know what I forgot what state they were. Probably in a couple of states, and they gave them a choice: you go to juvenile or they had to go to boot camp for a couple of days. And they trained them just like military in those boot camps. So instead of them going that way, hey, why don't we do it? Like you saying, we train them, man, and so they can learn this stuff. And yeah. you know what, brother Summer? I I bet you if we go down to the juvenile center and tell them, hey, let us uh, work with them youth. I bet you, man, you won't be surprised what they say. Okay, give you a shot. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, right now, like, well, you know, a lot of stuff messed up. But, like I said, you know, during the summertime, they be looking for something for the children to do and all of this type of stuff. And so, hey, you know, they don't cut a lot of funding in a lot of states for, like, for children having stuff to do. So hey, that would be some teaching, like I said, how to like you know, like, maybe like I remember like like said clubs got maybe like a day camp where you be like tents and stuff in the day to let them. You ain't got to spend the night and stuff all that, but just let make little tents and teach them how to build tents and um, like we had did brother Drew let him teach them how to make a fire and all of this stuff. Yeah, that, that'd be cool. First aid, all of these type of things. They might have a mother and sister in the house, and they like children. Mama gets sick. They don't know what to do. Hey, they can help mom. Well, you know, she diabetes, she fall out or whatever. They can teach them how to do that. Help right. them out. Yeah. 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 I, I, I just like to say this too, brother Sarray. A, a while back, you know, yes, that's sir. another good thing. If you if you volunteer yourself uh, at them coaching leagues, I did that before. I was a a, a, a coach at a football, you know, Pee Wee uh, Pop Order League, and man, and it started out as coaching, and next thing. All the parents was at the meeting. They, you know, they knew I was in the movement. Next thing you know, they come into the meetings on a weekly basis. It started out because they wondered why their kids gravitated to me like that. And they would mm. come up to me, man, my children, they just love you, talk about you all night. What, what's going on? 
and uh, they said you in this, you know, because I had told them, you know, I had started preaching it to them then that, uh, mm-hmm. hey, man, don't do this for you. Don't. And so the kids would go back home and they would tell their parents, uh, uh, man, our coach, he talked about this and this and this and this, and, and, and they and they would come to the games and they were, you know, parents are very observant that was their children and, and who interacting with them. And they would see how mm-hmm. their children was uh, just like, I, I would just use the word, I guess, loving the coach, why, why they love this coach so much. And next thing you know, Brother Sunray, Brother Justin, Brother Eric, all these uh, parents are sitting in a meeting, in a New Black Panther Party meeting with us on a weekly basis. I mean, the kids brought their parents in. I'm telling you, the little bitty five, six, seven-year-old kids brought their parents in. And so there's power in that. So the Brother uh, Justin, you read on point, man. You been, I'm telling you, you gave me a whole new avenue of thinking right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I know, to brother, we got like two minutes for this thing hang up, and uh, we're gonna get ready to get out. And, and brother, just like I said, man, we're gonna be in here tomorrow at seven p.m. We're, we're gonna double up. So, I mean, get you to come on. But uh, so we tomorrow we're gonna just deal with this here, man. Uh, tomorrow as well. Like I said, man, I, I was gonna title somebody's real on the battlefield. We let everybody know you got to get ready, train to get on this battlefield. And it ain't just about, man, look, going out fighting that goddamn white man, fighting the Clinton. We got to learn about everything because, look, what, by September come back up, where we got uh, hurricane season coming up. So y'all got to learn how to be prepared. Y'all on them uh, coastlines. Hey, we got to get themselves together, man. Get you uh, learn about right. food rations, put you some water up. Uh, We're going to get in all that tomorrow, man, the first aid kits, all of this stuff. Um, so yeah, check check it out tomorrow, man, with the black militia coming in here, man, and uh and then we'll get y'all some information how y'all can tune in also to the black militia uh, uh radio station as well on right here on Blog Talk. Well you can tell tell them right fast, brother you how to catch that right fast you can. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we do a, a show on the blog talk blog talk radio, uh weekly. Uh and so uh the number to that show is nine zero nine two six five nine two two oh. Nine six five, two six five ninety two twenty, and we do a show on that uh, on that broadcast, man. And we're gonna uh, start educating our brothers and sisters, and you know, just showing them, you know, we're not a terrorist group. You know, a lot of brothers we hear the word militia, and they think, oh, what the hell is that? That's something gonna get me in trouble. No, brother, that's something that's gonna protect you, and that's something that's under the Constitution that's protected. So, you know, we just have to educate our brothers and sisters because, you know, they say for lack of knowledge, we perish. And a, and a lot of our brothers and sisters are perishing because of a lack of knowledge and uh, who they are, uh, where we going, what's the army, who's the enemy. So, you know, that's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to get people, man, in check, and little by little, we're going to uh, bring the truth to them. I yield something. Yeah. Like I said, and y'all check that out on Blog Talk right here. It's called the Black Nation Task Force. You can check it out, Black Nation Task Force. Check out the uh, the shows, man. Go in the archives and check it out. We catch it up. Uh, Black Nation Task Force. And all right, family. Whatever well, we see y'all tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time, be in the house, man. Cause we got a lot of great information to give y'all some information how to save yourself and protect yourself. So some love. So we see y'all on tomorrow. Yeah, and the choice is yours. Peace.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.